All right. Back in studio. What a weekend in LA. We'll get some updates on that event. For those of you who missed it, uh, shout out to Tony O'Donnell and Katie Norris. And they were amazing in hosting this event for the Children's Health Defense. And we got Bobby Kennedy there, Peter McCullough. Uh, man, so many awesome people got to meet. Yes, you know him, Mel Gibson. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more. We got blood pressure questions, heart questions. Uh, we don't usually have killers on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's just not our style, but we make an exception in hour two. Yeah, you'll have to tune in. What is that all about? Yeah, you, well, if, you, if you're looking at the notes, you already know. I'm not going to tell you. You got to stick around and find out or tell your friends. Come on on down to uh, robertscottbell.com slash listen. The chat room is there. It's open. Let's talk to you in the chat room. And uh, let's uh, bring the power to heal back where it belongs. There's a lot to cover. I can't even tell you all the things we're covering today. Not even going to try. TV simulcast hour two as well. All right, Super Don, let's kick this show into gear right about now. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert show. Scott Bell Show. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, murderously mishandled the COVID crisis from the start. That's why when Republicans take control of the House of Representatives this January, they should not only investigate the CDC's deadly mistakes, but also recommend a drastic overhaul of the agency so that it can get once again focused on a mission of protecting public health and stay away from politics. Well, that's a nice thing to say. Uh, that was Steve Forbes from Forbes magazine talking about the mishandling, the disaster that is the CDC and the response to what's called COVID. Um, you know, I would probably not be uh, fully and I would say satisfied if until they eliminated all of the virologists at CDC and replaced them with a toxicologist and maybe throw in some nutritionists as well. And then we'd have a decent organization. But Steve Forbes has a, an interesting, dare I call it a solution, an option to transform CDC into something that would be functional and maybe workable. And I'm going to allow a little leeway here. You know, normally I, I look at these people that, may have some insights into business and and I just go, yeah, you guys aren't going far enough. And I'm the guy that's very unrealistic about how far it should go, you know, dismantle. <laughs> There's no constitutional authority to have certain agencies, most of them, in fact, not prescribed for in the, in the constitution. So let's get rid of them. And many of you will go, well, it's just not realistic. Well, when have I ever been realistic except about health and healing where I'm so right, it's embarrassing. And we're going to have one of those moments again later today as we talk about Zika. Good Lord. I really, it's just, it's just a, I'm embarrassed by how right I am, Super Don, when you throw these things at me. And, and, you know, there's other things that, that I could be bragging about. I'm not planning to actually brag about. It. Let me just bring my levels down. I just got back in studio, just looking at these levels here. I think that's okay. Anyway, it's good to be back in studio. We're going to talk a little bit about what went on this weekend as well. But the lead story is from Forbes. And it is about, let's say, a statement that I am glad is being made that maybe could gain some traction in a new Republican-controlled Congress. Maybe some things can change. I just saw uh, some news come across the desk, so to speak, uh, about dropping the COVID jab mandates for um, Congress, the, in Congress for the military, that they withhold uh, certain or more defense funding until they uh, eliminate that and bring those folks back in that didn't want to get jabbed. 
Uh, Is it the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, probably? Yeah, NDAA. So, again, things could shift. I acknowledge that certain things do change when you have uh, congressional power shifts from Democrat to Republican. But fundamentally, the largesse, if you will, and the growth of government, the cancer of government doesn't really functionally or significantly diminish. And Steve Forbes would, at least in this indication, would say, hey, you know what? We need to do something about this CDC. What a disaster. What a mess. And I agree with him, at least partly. So in this next clip, give a listen to what he suggests. And it's an interesting analogy as he relates. Could we still have a CDC that could actually function if we patterned it more along the lines of the NTSB? What that is, you may ask? Well, Steve Forbes will go into it right about now. International regulatory expert Brant Hathaway has proposed an imaginative workable idea in a piece for the Brownstone Institute. The CDC should be remodeled along the lines of the independent, globally respected National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB. The board investigates major travel accidents. Its thorough findings are definitive. Its recommendations for new safety practices are taken as holy writ. It has contributed enormously to improving transportation safety. What gives this organization such clout is not only the quality of its work, but also, paradoxically, it has no regulatory authority. Hathaway explains, quote, its lack of regulatory authority gives it the freedom to focus on fact-finding and to make recommendations, end of quote. Crucial, of course, is that a new CDC be independent. It cannot be part of the Department of Health and Human Services and thus not be subject to pressures from the likes of the teachers' unions. Only in this way can trust in public health be restored. Hmm. You know, my inclination is to try and find, you know, things to pick apart and criticize in terms of uh, suggestions for tapering around, I don't know, chatting around or chewing around the edges, nibbling around the edges. But it's an interesting thought. Chipping away. Chipping away at it. Chewing away, whatever it is. Nibbling away. But the idea of taking them certainly out of politics would be great, but make them more an an investigative agency that is not subject to the politics, nor has it, it would have no so-called regulatory authority. I would argue it has no regulatory authority, but they dismantle Congress and separation of powers by giving these agencies all the ability to write laws, make laws, and just basically under an emergency, do whatever the hell they want. So it's interesting. It's As a proposal, I'd say it may be more palatable for Republican-controlled Congress to actually do something like that. Not that I believe it would really... I mean, there's so much domination control no. coming through CDC that I don't know. You would suggest just getting rid of it altogether. Yeah, as I said... That wouldn't, that'll never happen. The toxicologists at least let them out. <laughs> Yeah, they're good. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I like this idea. I think it's fair, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. I think they should do the same thing with the uh, the FDA. Um, that is interesting too. Yeah, make it a, a an independent investigative body that would go. Yeah. Let's determine if there is uh, actual merit to these things. Of course, they'll just no say, problem. "Well, if you do that, then there's never going to be any recalls, and everybody will die, and all that stuff." Yeah. And, you know, and, and look, I get it. Whenever, whenever they find, you know, uh, uh, salmonella in hamburger, you know, I'm glad that that they that the recalls take place. I mean, that's kind of what they're supposed to be doing anyway. But in this case, with the CDC, mm-hmm. I, I like the idea. But as you and I were talking about before the show started, mm-hmm. it's never going to happen. 
Yeah, but, yeah there, there's no way. Once you've given them the power, yeah, they're to not do gonna, these things. Yeah, they're they're not going to give that up. No, not unless you force them to give it up. And and let's see if the Republican Congress has the stomach to do anything. It'll never like happen. That. No. If, never if Jonathan E. Mord were in the Senate, we might have a chance. I'm just saying. Yeah, even with Jonathan E. Mord in the Senate, if he, he's just one man, and unfortunately, you know, uh, th- th- there's no way. There's, there's they've got too much power. There's too much money in it. Yeah, it's a that is one of those battle. agencies that I think is is going to have to go away when everything collapses because it's not it's too big to fail. Yeah, but think about the FDA. They are basically all three branches of government wrapped into one: judge, jury, and executioner, just like the FTC who's, uh, you know, suing my friend Eric Naputi, Dr. Naputi, mm-hmm. for $500 billion. I call him the $500 billion man, <laughs> which, by the way, uh, this weekend he was there at the Children's Health Defense fundraiser that Tony O'Donnell hosted, and I got to go there. It was amazing. Um, met- oh, you guys laying down on the job. Hey, look there. at that. Oh, there, we there you are. You can go full screen on that. There it is. So I posted this picture and I put writing up above it, RSB with the $500 billion man. Mm-hmm. I got a message from my buddy, Dr. Chet. He's like, wait, I can't find anything about this guy. $500 billion. You're like, Oh, I no, I wasn't saying he's worth 500 billion. It was in relation to the story <laughs> of the FTC suing this guy and saying, right. we're going to find you $500 billion. He's like, Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah. But Naputi's such a great guy. He he also got up and spoke along with Peter McCullough and this uh, Asim Malhotra. Malhotra, how do you say his last name? Uh, physician out of England was there. I met him for the first time. I wish cool. I had a picture with him, but I, I didn't get a picture oh. with him. I did get a picture with Brian Hooker. There, uh-huh. my buddy Brian, and he spoke uh-huh. at the event. It's always good to see Brian. Love him. He's so, so so what a great heart. What a great guy and a smart guy. And there's Alex Meyer. And she is, I never met her in person. You know, we're, we're friends on social media. And of course she is very active in the health freedom community and works with children's health defense. And she was so kind as to lean down to take this picture with me. If cool. you see this picture right now, she's oh, like, she's very tall. Huh? I think she's like six foot two. <laughs> Holy moly. And as you can see, she's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was like, thank you for making me at least feel a little bit less a- inadequate for, you know, being five, nine and a half. She was on her knees yeah. next to you yeah. Yeah, as you were standing on a phone book. Yes. Yeah, she, she was awesome. <laughs> no, what a, what a sweetheart. She's a bright light as well and nice. very passionate about health freedom. And she was there and there was a lot of we had some of our super fans of the show that were there that were living not too far. Maybe some came a couple hours or more to, to, to be at the event. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those ones where I go, why am I going? do I have to go out of town again? And my wife says, yes, yes, you do. And, um, yeah, I did. And it, it, I'm glad I did it, You know, it was a, it, these, these trips are not always easy. You know, you got to push yourself to go out and beyond and, and get into uncomfortable places and spaces, but you make it happen. And the people were, were wonderful as they always are. It was like 250 people packed in. They moved all of their furniture out. You can see all the chairs stacked behind in this picture uh, that's still up, but they had, chairs everywhere throughout the house and it was just loaded and what an amazing event but yeah the the uh, asim mahaltra he lost his father who got the jab and died and and he suddenly he woke up to all of the horrors of the covid jab and the response and the policy because he was pretty far in and agreeing like so many in the medical profession but he's a he's a very kind man i i could see his heart was very sincere and pure and he he spoke at the event as well and I'm hoping we can get him on the show soon uh, to talk about his experience as well. So that's All coming right. up. So, so there's one picture left here I've been saving for the last year because this is like the okay. 
the wow picture here. All right, let's go. Let's go see it and put go full screen on this. You, All right. uh, look at you. You're standing next to Mel Gibson. Are you sure that's Mel? How how the heck did that? That's, that that's too cool, man. So you see on the far right of this picture, my friend Tony O'Donnell. He's at Radiant Greens and. Uh, yeah. there's Katie Norris and she's got the Katie's organics and they were both on the bonus round of the Friday show live from their, uh, from their home. And, uh, there's uh, Lisa Hill from, you know, she's working with cardio miracle and silver, right? Pillow, by the way, get your silver, right? Pillow between now and Christmas, use the code yeah. RSB 22 and you'll get it for 99 99 instead of one forty nine ninety nine, And you'll be entered into, we're going to do an additional giveaway between Christmas and new year. Somebody's going to win, uh, and, uh, another pillow, which is great. And you're, yeah. if you're a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show, we're going to include you in that. That's my plan. So if you're not cool. a patron, try that. But anyway, there's Mel Gibson. Mel so Gibson. Mel lives near Tony and they're friends. But think about as big as a star as Mel Gibson is and talented as a director as well, that everywhere he go, would go, he'd be just in droves. People would just fawn over him, attack him. And it's, it's very difficult to be a celebrity at that level. And I thought, gosh, he'll show up and maybe say hi and then go home. But he stayed for the whole thing. He sat down in the audience. He had his, uh, his uh, I think his girlfriend was there, his uh, uh, his daughter with his daughter's husband there. And just, it was amazing. Sat down and watched all of the talks. Brian Hooker, Bobby Kennedy, um, uh, everybody that was spoke. Peter McCullough. And he was engaged. Uh, this is very, very impressive. And, and I got to sh- chat with him a little bit. Just, you know, it was kind of a light chit-chat VIP se- section upstairs. And, and he was just very personable, very friendly, and he just cracking jokes and, and a, a very cool guy. Again, I, I can't imagine being a celebrity at that level. I wouldn't want to be it. There's, there's, it's, it's a curse at a certain point. Cause you cannot go out in public, but the people there were very respectful and, he, and it seemed like he had a great time. So, uh, definitely a, a very cool event, very cool event. And then I don't know how much Mel Gibson knew about all the things that CHD has been doing and all the things Brian Hooker presented on, but he does know that now. He's very much a freedom guy, and I, I believe he's in, in the camp. And he probably, I don't know this for, for sure, but he probably made a sizable donation to Children's Health Defense that evening. So thank you, Mel Gibson, for being there and doing that. Very good guy. So uh, anyway, yeah, that was kind of... That's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know what more to say about it, but the event was great. Good. And um, Bobby Kennedy had a great, great talk. I, I noticed that you, uh, for, for those of you who didn't happen to see mm-hmm. the Friday show, Lori uh, in the chat room. Yeah. She wanted to point out the fact that John Lennon is back today. All right. Well, hey, Lori. Well, I've got this option, but Super Don said he didn't want me to do this. I'm going to show you the I other wanted thing. you to put those on first because those are the hip glasses. Those yeah. are kind of like the, you know, you're kind of kind of got the hip thing going so on. The, these have more of a yellow. You can't tell it in the screen, I don't believe. Uh, and it's like when I put these on, my eyes go, ah, right? So they're really, mm-hmm. really happy. These are uh, more aligned, the kind of glasses i'm used to these have more of an orange tint but they're also they're more even intense in, tar- in terms of blue blocking and my eyes go even more ah but they're a different look they're more n- to my comfort level of, of a look and then i have a pair like this i don't like those as now. much personally on screen these are, i'm more i'm honestly more comfortable with these on because they're more like the style i'm used to right the john lennon style is not what i'm used to at all uh but <laughs> i like these the style i'm more comfortable with but i'm i'm okay. rolling with either way but yeah i right. love the impact it has on my eyes and i'm just waiting 
for the, the, the awesome family behind these things to have their setting up. I don't know. One of those uh, websites that we can link to and give you all discounts for blue block and glasses. These people are amazing. And I've met them through the red pill expo. Anybody that supports G Edward Griffin is a friend of mine and even better if they have awesome products that can benefit you. So we're going to be coming out with a link for discounts and everything on the blue blocker glasses as well. I'm going to, I'm going to put the John Lennon ones on because Super Don likes them. So okay. I'll put these away. But I have options now. And I, and I wore all three uh, this past weekend in L.A. And I kind of fit in with, the, with these funky rounder glasses. So yes. anyway, this is, this is me now. Now I, I feel like I should be smoking a doobie even though I don't. <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of look. It's like this is – it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, that's just what I'm dealing with now. Nice. Also uh, – Shout out to my buddy, Aramis, who hosted me one night. Also, shout out to our, our buddy, Babry, who was on the Friday show. Uh, and it was a live event. We planned, I, my flight came in about an hour and a half late because the toilet was apparently clogged in this small jet. It was like one of those Delta problem. I mean, you know, you know, if you, uh, you're on a plane and you got to go, yeah. you have nowhere else to go other than on the plane. Yeah. So... You know, it's but kind of an important, important detail. I had the thing the the morning flight time. So I'd have plenty of time to get to Tony's place to do the broadcast live. And it was so late that Babry said, well, I got, he had an appointment. and So we'll just, I'll just broadcast from his place. And the internet crashed at his place. Mm-hmm. So at the last second, we're piling in to go on up to where Tony lives, which was at least 30 plus minutes away. And we're like, I'm talking to you, Super D before the Friday broadcast going, I don't think we're going to be there in time. So we actually started Friday's show by phone. You connected me on my phone. And while I was on the phone, I was setting up. And thank God you guys and gals out there have supported us so much when we put out the plea for a new board that we got. And Jonathan Emore supported us to get the board for Super Don. And, and you all did that for me, for me. I was able to set it up in record time while I was on the phone. It was crazy. And we were able to successfully then do a live show from Tony O'Donnell's office there. But it wasn't anything like we had planned. Yeah. Know, like, I don't know These how you describe that show, but we got we got through it. And well, and you, you didn't have a chance because you were scrambling. You didn't have a chance to go over the material and stuff. So we just kind of just kind of riffed for a couple hours there. Yeah, and we got a little bit of good. Babry's backstory. He's from originally Georgia, which was occupied by the Soviet Union, not the same Georgia I grew up in, and uh, developed this Folium PX product, which. Uh, We'll get more information. I'm going to be talking to doctors. I'm going to be talking to people that have been on it. Some amazing things that have happened as I talk about a Chernobyl level um, antioxidant, if you will, counteracting ionizing radiation, heavy metals, things like that. So good tools that we want you to have access to here in the Robert Scott Bell Show. Good people are trying uh-oh. to get what happened. What do you see? What uh-oh? I don't want uh-oh. Super Don froze up. That's what happened. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm back. Oh, you're back. Okay. Are you going yeah. into the yellow zone or red zone? What's happening there? It was something on my end here. Okay. I don't know why some funky stuff still going on with my, uh, my it internet. It made me nervous. Here. When your producer says, uh-oh, I'm like, oh, no, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Not a way to keep me flowing in. Like, is something what that uh, radio producers and surgeons should never say. Yeah, uh-oh, please don't say that. Yeah, please don't say I'll- that. So uh, we'll have some more links up. In fact, I, I mentioned in the pre prelim to the show that we're going to have a killer on in hour two. And you're like, whoa, dude, really? 
Robert Scott going to have a killer. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what kind of killer until he shows up because that's just the kind of teaser I am. Uh, super done coordinated, but yeah, it relates to something positive and profoundly powerful. Not, not bad. It's honestly. a good killer. A good kind of killer. We'll talk about that in hour two. Uh, if you know anybody that has addictions, uh, this will help. Uh, let's see what else we got here as far as stories. Yeah, I'm going to talk blood pressure. We do have a question of the day later. And I actually, uh, at my buddy Aramis house, he, he likes gadgets and he has one of those, um, the wrist version of a, a blood pressure cuff. And he had, and he had just gotten a really high end Omron digital blood pressure cuff. And I don't usually take my blood pressure because I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't have any real issues there. And I did, and I found some interesting things out. And we're going to talk about that in relation to the question of the day related to statins, blood pressure, et cetera. So that, that is coming up. How about some good news? I would like some good news. We like good news, right? What do you got? All right. Good news. Let's all celebrate. Yes. Apparently in January, the U.S. is planning to end the MPOX public health emergency. That never actually existed. Unless you were gay and engaged in dangerous activities. Uh, The U.S. plans to end MPOX public health emergency in January. It's like you can end the MPOX emergency, but you can't end the COVID emergency. You know, I mean, this MPOX thing has been such a drag. It's really made life inconvenient. I know it has really for you, especially. Just, well, you know, all what? the restrictions and the the lockdowns. Oh, no. No, I mean, you know what? You Wait want a minute. MPOX. MPOX. You, wear a, you, you wear a mask over your butt. I, I, I'm sorry. This is just uh, horrible. <laughs> but the federal government plans to end the January, in January the public health emergency. It declared, even yeah. though there wasn't one. After an there outbreak of MPOX left people who were engaged in not such good in, uh, behaviors, uh, you know, infectiously uh, vulnerable, so to speak. And I, again, I, I bring this up as they're able to end the MPOX emergency. They can't even call it monkeypox now. And yet they refuse to end the COVID emergency because that gravy train has not been fully gravied out yet. And they haven't got all the shots that they want up, approved onto the, the childhood schedule so that they can continue to have liability protection for injury and suddenly died or died suddenly from these things. Well, it's interesting. I'm looking in here because, you know, they're, they're talking about how it was this terrible thing when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what did it result in here? It resulted in, in more than 29,000 people getting infected across the United States. 29,000. Hmm. What is that percentage? I mean, if you look, let's see how many people are there in the United States, 29,000. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a big number to me. No, but. but in perspective, when you, right? When you parse the numbers, Super D, who were those numbers? What did they include? Well. People that were engaging in, yes. uh, let's say, unsanitary sexual practices that made them vulnerable. Any number of reasons, and we don't have to go into that in detail. And apparently they say the tide began turning in August, shortly after the government declared a public health emergency. Yeah. And then the monkeypox got scared and left. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what happened. Uh, they they tapped two top officials there uh, to head this thing, to lead the response. And their strategy included reaching out to local clinics and vaccinating people at pride events mm-hmm. or parades. They were so, I don't know, as they were walking down the street, whether they're wearing their feather boa, yeah. uh, they ran out and, and, and gave them a vaccine. This uh, is embarrassing. And <laughs> apparently they're, that's what they're crediting uh, with, with it now being 
basically uh, the the levels are so low that they can now end the public health emergency. Well, I think about this is the, good news. the monkey pox, you know, the name that they went to mpox, because this is really one of those that actually is caused by monkeys flying out your butt. The one time it is. <laughs> no, flying, flying. Well, never mind. All right. Yeah. All right. This is yeah. a borderline. Kids hide your ears. We're, we're, we're going to get a bad, we're going to email from somebody being offensive. He's going to be very upset. Uh, by, yeah. by the way, Dr. Ravi Kulasekar is in the audience. Ravi, we love you. We got to get you back on the show soon. He says, surgeons, you don't, you also don't want to hear the words, oh, crap. I just, I made it more family friendly. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> you, you put it visually with the dollar, it's a dollar sign. sign. Yeah. Right. It's O dollar sign hit. Yes. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't want to hear that either. That is no, very right. true. Hopefully whoops. you're not. not yeah, that. whoops. That's, that's yeah, whoops is another one you don't want to hear. Exactly. All right. So the end of an emergency, guys and gals, if you stop participating in these emergencies, they'll stop happening. You know, what if they threw an emergency and no one showed up? Think about that. Well, 29,000 people showed up, I guess. Yeah, yeah too many. All right. So uh, you're digging the glasses. Michael Bolden's in the in the house. I'm going to see him hopefully in a couple of weeks when we're back in the L.A. and then San Diego area. Uh, I want to get that, a pair of those. You do like these? I, I want to at least see what I look like in them. Okay. Well, I've never worn any people. like that before. They're out of one of the care. I think they're out of North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, yeah, they're working on getting their shop set up so we can start directing right, cool. to them. And, um yeah, these again. This is something that's not typical of me. That's why I look at myself. I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I mean, I'm having an identity, <laughs> dude. I, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, maybe we can yeah. put it out there if we if we did like a, a vote on on the yeah. people that are watching right now, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's at robertscottbell.com or or on the various things like that. What do you guys think? Is this a cool look for Robert? Should I, you I, stick I, stick to this look here? I don't go. I don't do cool. So don't tell me that. It's not going to be, it's not a good look. I don't know. I kind of like it. It's growing on me. Yeah. All right. I hope it doesn't grow on you, but maybe you'll get a pair too. We'll see. Kind of like the, the, the inbox. Yeah. No, not like the inbox. All right. Well, how about we'll go from one disaster to another. Have you seen that there's all this talk about Mm -hmm. the triple demic that's going on right now? And apparently kids are getting it. Mm Mm-hmm. And when they say the triple demic, what they're referring to, and I saw a chart on this earlier uh, when yeah. I was looking through stuff, and it's RSV, mm-hmm. uh, influenza, mm-hmm. and COVID is what they're calling the triple demic. And kids are getting sick, and and they are. But you know, here's the thing: you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, every winter, people get sick. It's just kind of a thing, you know. That's when the the bugs start going around, and people get the the flu or they get the crud or whatever it is um but in this particular case kids are getting sick uh two of my grandkids have had it mm-hmm. whatever it is do you think it's and, uh, and they've gotten over and, and it's it's done and right. didn't really do a whole lot for it just use some silver but in yeah. any case apparently it's causing a shortage on tylenol which is actually a good thing in my opinion and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Well, it's good for but, the people that can't get the Tylenol, but it's not good for all the people that have bought all the Tylenol, though. Yeah, well, they're, they've got a toxic uh, cabinet for sure in the making. Uh, but I just keep hearing, you know, even kids with monkeypox in my ears with all of this stuff. It's like it used to be like they were. Remember, that was the armor hot dog uh, theme back in the day. Armor hot dog. And and chicken pox was a joke. The dog you love to bite. 
right? Is that what it was? Is that what it is? Isn't it? I Isn't that what it was? Or something that. Like that, I, I don't remember those words exactly that way. But I, I just think of all the things that were just normal and laughed off. And now they're like, the end of the world is nigh. Take a liver toxic drug if you have it or a kidney toxic drug if you have it. And so the, the so-called triple demic is saying we've got a shortage of children's Tylenol and children's Motrin. Although it's just the demand. More people are buying it and stocking up on that even though it expires. Folks, when did it become okay to poison your children in response to diseases that may be impacted negatively by toxicological burdens and or nutrient deficiencies? The idea we've been marketed in the 20th century and now the 21st that a fever is a bad thing and we have to reduce it at all costs, even at the cost of your liver or your kid's liver. It's a disaster. It's embarrassing. And I'm thinking, when do we mature out of this? And apparently the vast majority or whatever the percentage majority is of people that are running roughshod over to grocery stores and and, in drug stores to get liver toxic Tylenol and kidney toxic Motrin, ibuprofen. And, and they think, oh my gosh, if I don't have that, the end of the world is near my kid, whatever. And the reality is even in this article, I think they talk about, you know, the, the doctors are, are telling you it's not curative. Like there's a doctor quoted here. Let's see from the AAP, who is this? Dr. Sean O'Leary. He says, these medicines are not curative. They don't alter the duration of the illness or anything like that. They are essentially purely for comfort. And then he says, shock of all shockers from the AAP, fevers from common respiratory viruses in and of themselves are not harmful. Well, how come these parents didn't get the memo? You got somebody from the American Academy of Pediatrics that never met a kid. It didn't want to inject with a toxic medicine, poison, or vaccine. And one of the spokespersons actually going, yeah, you know, the, the, the viral uh, fever is really not harmful in and of themselves. And this, I don't know if I sent you this, but there's a quote here. If you scroll down into this uh, article, Super D, I don't know if you're able to, but he offers a scenario. And it's mostly right until he, he jumps the shark at the end for the drugs. He said he offers this scenario, quote, if a child's temperature is 103, but he's running around the room having a good time playing, you don't need to do anything with that. That's not going to hurt him. Fever is representing our body's immune response to an infection. Dude, that, I mean, that's phenomenally acknowledged a, a truth I've been sharing with you on this show for years and years and years and years. You can't find it, can you, Super D? I don't know where it's he at. He offers a scenario. Okay. It's, it's how it starts. It's a paragraph that starts. He offers a scenario. Oh, there we are. Okay. Yeah, you got that's it. That's what I needed. Yeah, no problem. You got it. So the first part of that paragraph is awesome. And it's something like I've said, I've seen kids. If you've ever seen a kid with a 103.5 fever and they're like playing, they might be a little mm -hmm. bit slow. And you know, here's the thing though, Robert, as parents, and I was one of those parents, we are, mm -hmm. we have been conditioned, whether it's been from friends or parents or whatever. Yeah. That, you know, it's like, oh my God, they have a fever. Oh, you know, got to do something, give them a bath or something, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and deal with it. It was just an instinctive thing. I remember that. That wasn't instinctive. That was, well, was. was program. Now, where, where that came from that caused yeah. it to be instinctive, I just think it was just so how we were brought up, you know. Artificially programmed to be instinctive. That's interesting. Yeah. 
And, and so, yes. And yet the AAP guy says, yeah, no, that's no big deal. And, and that first half of that, that paragraph is great. Then again, he's going to jump the shark here because he has to AAP big pharma connected. On the other hand, if he doesn't have a fever, but his throat is hurting, something is bothering him. He's pretty fussy. Then that's where things like ibuprofen or Tylenol and acetaminophen can be helpful. No, liver and kidney toxic drugs are not helpful except for the parent that is annoyed by the kid that's suffering or acknowledge, okay, you don't want to see your kid suffering. Well, how about utilizing other things that can alleviate the suffering? Super Don, you just mentioned with uh, your grandkids, you didn't have to resort to this. Your kids didn't have to resort to this for their kids. And they used a little bit of silver, knock it out. That was it. Got over it. Didn't wasn't harmful for their liver or kidneys at all. They rested and yeah. and Riley, you know, it was a kind of the cough was the big thing for mm-hmm. the most part. There really wasn't a fever or anything, but you know, whatever. Kids get sick. They just just do, and they share it. Well, <laughs> Us parents normal. end up getting getting whatever yeah. it is as well, usually. So if you have a fever in a child, even a young child, the homeopathic remedy, and if you're worried about it, is belladonna. The homeopathic remedy most indicated is belladonna. Yes, it's toxic in its normal state, but in a homeopathic state, it is not toxic. You can't harm a child with homeopathic belladonna. Yet, you know, as we covered last week with Jonathan Emore, the NIH announcement, uh, FDA is desperately trying to find a way to overturn the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act of 1938 because it grandfathered the homeopathic pharmacopoeia of the United States, therefore a legally recognized drug compendia in the United States uh, was established by an act of Congress. And they just want to use, be the oligarchy and just overturn without having the authority to overturn an act of Congress. They just want to be able to get away with it, which will likely result in some serious lawsuits and wish we didn't have to do that. But they don't want homeopathy made available to you or your kids. And so if you have a, a, a fever and you're an adult or an older child, consider the homeopathic remedy phosphorus. And it's not there to suppress a fever. It's there to help the immune response and if you need to boost a fever, it'll go up. If you need to, uh, you know, bring it down, it'll bring it down. If it, it just needs to stay the same, it's going to stay the same. It's working with the body's innate intelligence or vital force. It's different than liver toxic and kidney toxic drugs to relieve pain or reduce fever on purpose, which what destroys the immune response. Doesn't make your kid better. I mean, they might feel better temporarily, but at what cost? I know because I grew up with this stuff. This is what I had to overcome at the age of 24 when I finally found homeopathic medicine, organic food, et cetera. And we'll talk about the transformation of my health as we talk about blood pressure issues a little later in the show, in the broadcast. But then in this article, as we wrap up the discussion here, another spokesperson talks to NPR. This is a Wendy Mobley Buchstein, professor of pharmacy at Drake University. And she's the president of the American Pharmacist Association Academy of Pharmacy Practice and Management. She does explain that uh, repetitively giving a child two dose, a larger dose of ibuprofen and, and acetaminophen could be a problem. Liver with Tylenol, kidney with ibuprofen. But then she has another piece of advice, which goes against what she just said. Get vaccinated for COVID-19 and flu. She goes full retard. Full moron. Yeah, no, she she's intelligent. She knows. And then she goes, yes, get the kids jabbed with COVID-19. You don't ever want to go full retard. Yeah, you remember that? Was that, uh, what was that movie called? Oh, what was that? 
Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was playing an Australian guy who pretended to be black who was white. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I can't. I can't remember. I saw an interview with him Good recently, movie. and he was saying he was so glad that all of the backlash was not on his role, but was uh, the main <laughs> character's role playing a, a quote unquote retard. And yes. that he got all the crap for yeah, it. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it from a politically correct standpoint, yeah. I mean, he was, he was, I mean, come on, he was in blackface, you know, yeah. and that, that has ended people's careers. Right. But he, Robert Downey Jr. somehow skated through. Yeah. Well, it was because it was sort of tan face. It wasn't full on. Um, <laughs> this Mobley Bookstein had another piece of advice beyond getting the flu shot and, and the COVID shot for your kids, which is, again, moron. Even if you still get the flu or even if you still get COVID, she says, it's definitely going to lessen the severity of the disease itself. Now, she makes this statement with no backing scientific peer-reviewed medical literature to validate it. They get away with it. They can say it. And so just making sure that they're getting their immunizations is really important. So, again, now she's propagandizing, even as she acknowledged this is the whole thing about plausible deniability and, 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 you know, like CNN being right every day. Once you got to have a little bit of right or else you're never going to be able to be believed when you do all the wrong that they do, the lies that they tell. And so she tells the lie after saying something legitimate, be careful with Tylenol and ibuprofen because it'll harm the liver and kidneys. Okay. No, I got no problem with that statement. It's a factual statement. Although I wouldn't give any of it unless, you know, it's last resort kind of thing, you know, with modern medicine, but then she goes, take the shot and you will have a last. It's just like all the stuff with COVID you learned. They made it up. It was wishful thing. We, we hoped it would do that. So we felt justified in telling you it would do that because that way you'll take it. Just amazing. And these people are still given credibility. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll be happy to know that the American Academy of Pediatrics is in partnership and it has been for a long time with something that's such an essential nutrient, it's practically the new <laughs> vitamin C, Coca-Cola. Yay. Coca-Cola. Where's, right. Where's the kids? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Now, Super Don, you know I grew up on Coca-Cola because I was a Southerner. I was a transplanted honorary Southerner from New York. We went to Florida, then we get into Georgia, and Coca-Cola is owned there. Georgia owns is owned by Coca-Cola. And I went to Coca-Cola University, in fact. All the way up. So I drank this stuff. Look at this. It's got a picture of a kid. This is in Children's Health Defense, um, U.S. Right to Know article. New peer-reviewed paper in public health nutrition reveals Coca-Cola's influence on public health conferences and events, speakers, academic institutions, and public health groups, including the AAP. Is this problematic? When you have the kind of money Coca-Cola has to basically put on conferences, to sponsor conferences, you get to say who speaks. You get to say what they speak on. And very often, the conflicts of interest are not fully revealed. And so they could stop somebody talking about, for instance, refined carbohydrates and corn syrup and its relationship to the creation of diabetes and diabetes and, di and obesity, all of that. And then they'll have somebody that says, no, 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 it's, it's, it's fat. Fat is the problem. Ignore the sugar's fine. You can have the sugar in moderation. So have a 12-pack of Coke every day, kids. You're good. I was addicted to that stuff growing up. I still remember coming off of it and having cravings. Like I was like wanting to smoke a cigarette, which I never did or want to. Speaking of that topic, we're going to cover that next hour for the, if you know anybody that's still trying to kick the nicotine cigarette habit, get ready for hour two here on the Robert Scott Bell show today. We got that coming up. 
So not news here that Coca-Cola and these uh, big food, big agribusiness sponsor these medical events, but a peer-reviewed article is now saying, yeah, it could be a problem with that. Could be a problem with that. Now, before we go into uh, the cardiovascular discussion, because we have a question of the day and there's a statin drug thing, I uh, just want to uh, update you on some of the specials that are going on right now, including I think we just got word from both Nutritional Frontiers and Trinity School of Natural Health that there are some special deals uh, that are are right now available to you. Super, I don't know which one you want to show first, either one. And I want everybody to know about it because we've got some upcoming events related to that. All right, here's the Nutritional Frontiers. This is their 15% off line drive on specific products. A uh, lot uh, focused on stress, de-stressing in the, the holiday months of December. And 15% off with your code RSB15, you get additional 15% off. So if you want the Pro Purples, the Calm Day, the Brain Boost, the Sleep Time, the Relax, Super B Complete, Neuromax, Vanilla Super Shake, I love the name Purple Haze for the shake of the month. You can get that at 15% off and an additional 15 off with the RSB15 code. So that's great news. There are education events coming up. <clears throat> They're going to be at the uh, Health and Freedom Conference that I'll be at in January 5th through the 8th in Orlando, Florida. And then in February, the 10th through the 12th, Nutritional Frontiers, Mind, Body, Soul Restoration, 2023, Tampa Bay area, Clearwater specific, Sheraton Sand Key Resort. That will sell out. So if you want to join us, I hope I can be there. I, I haven't talked to Jamie about this yet, but I'd love to be there with, with them at that event. That'll be amazing. February 10th, 11th, and 12th. They also have this D3 K2 complete, 60 and 120 count bottles. You can get 15% off of the RSB15 code. Now, if we go over to Trinity School of Natural Health, which we love to do, trinityschool.org, they have lectures on demand. And of course, they have startups on, on various programs every month. And in January of 2023, they got the big startup of their uh, CNHP and CHHP programs. These are their high-level programs. And they, they're very affordable relative to what you normally see of these kinds of things. But they're giving you options. I'm going to go through some of these right now. First and foremost, we have our virtual expo, the Health Freedom Expo, the 18th and 19th of February. If you're just wanting to attend, you can get $5 off your admission. Uh, and they're very reasonable. And there's a hyperlink there, uh, purchase ticketing. Tickets. And it's automatically applied at checkout. No code needed. But this is only going through December 9th. Uh, as far as, uh, let's see, as we scroll down there, uh, February 18th, 19th, where's the information uh, on the... That's uh, the one that I've got. I think I there was another one I don't have. Yeah, there's another one about, they, they've got a 5% uh, discount Standby. on the startup of CNHP and CHHP, which is a big time. You know, those are significant, uh, more significant investments. And uh, there's a startup in January for those classes. And I'd love for you to take advantage of it. And they're holding the line, I think on 2022 prices right now and giving a 5% discount. So if you've been on the fence thinking about, Hey, I wanted to start, you know, these Trinity programs do take advantage of that though. You know, that doesn't happen every day or every month, in fact. So uh super Don's looking to dig where that uh, information went uh, that came through from, or you can always go to trinityschool.org. Oh, did you find it? Take advantage of our extended cyber specials beginning today. Yep, that's it. Oh, there it is. Okay, let's go full screen on that. So, okay, so you got save 5% on the CNHP and CHHP for the January 9th class start only. Save 10% on Trinity Swag or Drip merchandise. 
I love my, my, uh, <laughs> no, I've learned to say it. That's the, I guess we're hip now. One of my we're favorite hoodies, the Trinity hoodie. I'll save 20% <laughs> on lecture on demand. Oh, and that's including my that's lecture you. on demand. That's right. 20%. Uh, you get 20% off of that and the endocannabinoid professional program when paid in full. And you got to buy it between the 5th and the 9th of December. For, so that's this week. And again, there are different, oh, you get 25 bucks off an exhibitor booth at the virtual free health freedom expo, 50 bucks off a sponsorship package. So there's a big sale this week for Trinity. So y'all check that out. Take cool. advantage of those moments when that happens. And thank you to Julie Whitman Klein and the crew family doing such great work at Trinity school and the Trinity health freedom expo. Okay. Thanks for letting me indulge in that. Now mm-hmm. there's a statin story. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Here it is. It's coming out of uh, the Daily Mail. It says, Statton's success may be fueling obesity crisis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. You saying hey. Statton's <laughs> lowering cholesterol is fueling obesity? Is this another side effect of statin drugs? I mean, there are plenty. You want to add well, that to the mix? Well, no. That is they what they're saying. It's sort of indirect. They say that people on statin drugs and blood pressure medications they're not changing their diets or their habits because, hey, why should they? They're, they're on drugs to do that for them. Who couldn't predict this would happen? You know, folks that, that reach out to me for help, and I say, you know what? It takes eating a different diet. Here's what I suggest. Replace everything you have now with something equivalent that's organic as a start if you don't want to change your diet radically. And people say, well, that's radical, Rob. No, no, same stuff you eat right now, just make it organic. You'll already see tremendous improvements in your health response. Even if it's not the, the best diet, just cleaning it up. And then we can start talking about other things. Then I'll say, let's work on detoxifying your liver. Let's re- reduce exposure to toxic poison. And I go, oh, no, 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 no. Don't you just have a, like a magic pill I can take and I can still do all the things I love to do? Sorry, go to your doctor. Go to your allopathic retard. Good Lord, did I say that again? Am I asking wow. people here, Super Don? I'm just so fed up with the lunacy, idiocy, and the lack of cr- cognitive critical thinking skills that doctors utilize to say, hey, you don't, the thing is, it's not like they don't know what I'm saying, changing your diet, lifestyle to lead to lower blood pressure, better outcomes. And, you know, that's what they're saying here is like, well, since we're on, we got them on the drugs, they're not switching their diet and lifestyle. So taking these drugs is fueling, Obesity because they think, hey, I'm taking the drug. I can just eat the crap that I'm eating already. But the doctors still play right into it. The NHS in England plays right into it. The socialized system in uh, Canada plays right into it. The semi-private government-supported system in America plays right into it. The only thing we're going to sell you for cardiovascular disease is a drug or 10. And then we're also going to encourage you to eat better. And you're like, well, why should I eat better? I'm on a drug and I don't have to. The symptoms are managed. So well, you're taking the you're taking the drugs, you check your blood pressure, and your blood pressure is normal, then Yeah, why should I bother eating anything different? Change, why you gotta change anything? Yeah. So is this a surprise to anybody, really? <laughs> I mean, this is really what it's come down to. We just a pill for every ill, and it's a whole lot easier to just take pop those pills than it is to change your diet and lifestyle. Why should I, know, I, I mean, stop I, eating? Why should I stop eating those armor hot dogs? Right. Yeah. I mean, by the way, by the way, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a special treat for you. Oh, 1982. This mm-hmm. was the armor hot dog radio commercial. Hey everybody, how can you top an armor hot dog? Hot dogs. 
armor hot dogs. Do kids put on armor hot dogs? Yeah. I don't dogs know would love guy. to bite. There the you dog go. would love to bite it. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't feed it to the dogs, but that's just me. I don't even know if they make them anymore. Who knows? But most of those things, I mean, there are certified organic hot dogs that are not filled with fillers and, body, you know, all kinds of nasty stuff. So I'm not saying I would never eat a hot dog again. I have uh, organic ones, but. Um, sure, there's some good hot dogs out there. Actually, you know, yeah. what you do is you get the, the the good ones that are made by the butchers. Mm-hmm. that you know have the the sausage and stuff in them those are right yeah and we're coming from real animals that are fed to a species yep. appropriate oh, yeah. diet as well that's a big part of this so let's go to the question of the day if you don't mind my friend uh i don't know if we can play it All right, you'll see it. It's a big one from Jason and it's in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com sign up to become part of the newsletter uh list, uh what we call family will and you can text my uh, initials rsb to 22828 or just come on down to robertscottbell.com and sign up hi robert i've been listening to you for many years and now uh and realize really appreciate the wisdom and the insight that you provide on healthy natural solutions to healthcare problems i recently had a visit with my mother and found out that after a long life of not having to rely on prescription medications she has been prescribed some high blood pressure medication by her clinician resuvastatin and uh amlopidine amlodipine sorry I'm concerned, and these are a statin and a blood pressure med. I'm concerned because she lives a healthy lifestyle. She doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, eats light and healthy, avoids salt, exercises frequently, is not overweight, and doesn't have any other underlying health issues or conditions. She's in her late 70s, but other than that, extremely healthy. Yet at her last clinical appointment, she was observed to have a resting blood pressure somewhere in the very low 200 range. I'm trying to arm her with the knowledge to be confident in discontinuing this med- medicine and choosing some healthier alternatives to manage her blood pressure. We want her to be around and healthy for many more years. Thank you in advance for answering my question because you always do. Unfortunately, I can't listen to you live, so so we need to let them know we answered it now, okay? Uh, this is a, a, a case of, once again, it's not a statin drug deficiency. It's not a blood pressure drug deficiency. Very often, you know, you're in your 70s and, and there are mineral deficiencies that manifest even if you're on a healthier lifestyle, because you're not supplementing with the appropriate form. And those minerals are critical for the strength and elasticity, the supple strength that your vascular system requires to keep the blood pressure in order and check, you know, within those so-called safe levels. And we've talked for years about the use of the uh, the mineral silicon or silica, and I still recommend it. So if you reach out to Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com, Jason, and get the Alta Silica for your mom, and have her on three tablets four times a day, at least for a month, maybe three weeks at minimum, and then begin to use also the sovereign copper and the innate response selenium. These are things that are going to be critical to restore integrity and strength to the entire vasculature, as well as hydration habits. Be sure that she's adequately hydrated. I would prefer that she was doing the uh, Synergy Science Echo Water because the hydrogen is a super-duper antioxidant as well and will help in terms of uh, you know reaching into those areas. And, of course, how would I – well, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Cardio Miracle and the miracle that that is in terms of blood pressure reduction. Uh, they're not – I'm not selling it, so I'm just telling you what happens when people are on it. 
because of the facilitation of the nitric oxide production sustain, which relaxes the smooth walls, if you will. And again, in combination with these other minerals, facilitates the integrity and strength and suppleness, if you will, strength and flexibility that are seemingly lost as you age, as your body ages here. And we can counteract a lot of that. And I want to show you, if you if if you don't mind, Super D, there's a picture that I took, or actually I didn't take it, Aramis took it, because I mentioned that he had these, he, he likes gadgets. He likes these fancy gadgets. And I don't ever check my blood pressure. I, I don't think I need to, but it's an interesting thing if you do, because you can monitor changes in your health based on different behaviors and things. So Super D, go ahead. And, all right. So here's a picture, um, as, as you'll see, of my blood pressure. Now, the top one that I'm pointing to, not the one at the top of the screen, you'll see there. I'll, t- I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, I was just sitting around hanging out after we had a nice meal on Saturday evening. I went to a place called Sage in Culver City, organic vegan place. Really good stuff. I mean, I, I was just like, I'm not a vegan, but I, I can eat that way. And if they do it right, it's amazing. And so that night we were just hanging out, talking, chatting, catching up. And he had this uh, uh, a wrist cuff version. And I got a 113 over 66 with 56 beats per minute. My, you know, I was just sitting and I had a 56 Right. Then he brought out the Mac Daddy he had just bought, an Omron. You know, I like the Omron technology. They're a very good company. An Omron uh, uh, blood pressure cuff that goes around the arm, you know, around the bicep, that area. And I retested because it's more accurate. And I got 109 over 62 with a 50 beat per minute resting heart rate. Now, I am 56. At this, this body is 56 years of age. My buddy Aramis is uh, 55. He's a year, a little over a year uh, younger than me. And Aramis is a, is an athlete. He can run distances, like really run distances and bike distances. He could probably outlast me in that, in that realm. But as you go back to that big, go, go pump that big screen up again for that picture. You'll see the top one was my buddy Aramis 130 over 88 and a 62 beats per minute. Now um, he's concerned because he's, you know, he's feeling some things that he shouldn't be feeling. And, and, you know, okay, now you can go back to regular screen or whatever, but I wanted to share with you what we talked about. This is, you know, this is, he's cool with this. We chat about this is, we were open. He's like, he knows my lifestyle. He's been, he's known me for years. We've been friends for a long time. And he's like, he realizes he doesn't eat as clean as I do. And he's, I, and we both said, you know, that I think that's the main difference because his lifestyle is very athletic he does a lot of good things. He, he meditates. I mean, he, he does a lot of great things. Yet the food is the different issue. He's not as strict, not many people are, about the quality of the organics. And so the, the inflow of those toxins, much less the lack of minerals, even if you supplement, is enough to create inflammatory cascades and events within the vascular system. So I talked to him about some other key minerals like I've just mentioned, and he says he's going to start on the cardio miracle as well. So we're going to go back and, and find out how he's doing on Cardio Miracle once he gets started on that. But the point I'm making is, again, not to brag about how great that looks. Listen, to have a resting heart rate of 50 beats per minute at my age, not bad. And it probably would be in the upper 40s if I was really chill and relaxed. But I'm pleased. I'm not complaining. The blood pressure is great. And I would say the exercise that I do plays a role, the hydration habits that I have, the eating habits, and the supplementation that I do. All of that matters. And I was not healthy for the first 24 years of my life. Just so you know, it's not like I've always been healthy and I'm maintaining it. This is the bad start to get to where I am. How many years later? 30 years later plus to be able to do this. So if you want to enjoy a healthy life, 
through your elder years, you might consider doing some of the things that I do. It's not come with me if you want to live. It's come with me if you want to thrive. And those of you who are in this audience doing various things similar or even better than me, I want to hear from you as well. We're going to be joined by our friends at brighteon.tv momentarily. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome everybody. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. We're about to commence our second hour of the broadcast, which is simulcast on Mondays here with our friends at brighteon.tv. And for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show, we have a killer scheduled to join us. Ooh, I know, a killer? Why would you do that, Robert? You're all about life and health and healing. Well, in this case, it's uh, Sean, the cigarette killer, Cohen, joining us from Crave Kicker. And Mike Adams has talked about Crave Kicker as well. We're going to talk about it with him, as well as a little bit about the absurdity of Zika as it's related to microcephaly. It's one of those areas where, yep, I know it's annoying, but I was right again more right than you even realized, than I even realized at the time, even though I kind of sensed I was, the stuff we're going to reveal is even more ridiculous about microcephaly relation to Zika virus. And then we'll talk with Sean, the cigarette killer, Sean David Cohen. And it's awesome stuff. You want to get this crave kicker. In the meantime, remember the power to heal is yours. Scott Bell Show. Yeah, from time to time, we go out and about or oot in a boot, as our Canadian listeners and viewers uh, say, uh, and do events, be with you. I was just at a great event this weekend. I was talking about it last hour at Children's Health Defense uh, Fundraiser, hosted by my friends uh, Tony O'Donnell and Katie Norris. And I got to meet Mel Gibson. Those of you who haven't seen that, I don't know if Superdon's putting them in the show notes, the pictures, but really cool people. Peter McCullough was there, uh, er Dr. Eric Naputi was there. Um, just some awesome folks, just a great reunion, uh, with Brian Hooker as well. Um, but yeah, there's the, there's the picture with Bob, uh, who's that? Oh, there's Tony O'Donnell on the right with Katie. There's Lisa Hill. There's in the middle. You'll recognize Mel Gibson. He enjoyed his time. He stayed and hung out and talked with people. He was very, very nice and personable and funny. And, uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend. There are upcoming events at robertscottbell.com. There's an upcoming events tab. And the first event coming up in the new year is the Health and Freedom Summit and Expo uh, put on by doctors Terry and, uh, and Stu Warner. And there it is. So super Don, let me, I'm going to go full screen so you don't have to. There you go. I got it. And you'll see Dr. Peter McCullough is scheduled to be there. Barbara Lowe Fisher, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. David Martin. I'll be there. They're also combining it with the uh, uh, Nurse Freedom Network event as well. There's a lot going on. This is at Orlando, Florida. 5th through the 8th of January. Mickey Willis is going to be there. Mickey Willis as well. Ed Group is going to be there. Paul Alexander, Billy D is going to be D. there. What a crowd. Dana Parks, you. You, yep. you want to be there. You do. I want to be there. I'm going to be there. So uh, let's, let's all plan to be there. And then we have in February the Next Steps Conference in Atlanta, Buford, basically the Lake Lanier Islands, the 22nd through the 25th of February. Come and celebrate my birthday with me and a whole lot of other awesome folks, Peter McCullough, Brian Hooker, Dr. Sin Hang Lee, Eric Naputi, I believe, might be at that one as well. Uh, who else is going to be there? Scylla Whatcott, James Lyons-Weiler, oh, Kimberly Overton. Dude, 
it's amazing. Uh, there's Stephanie Lucrecio. Of course, Tia Severino put that on. We have a discount code, RSB10, I believe it is. Uh, Next-steps.info to get discounts to be at that event. A wonderful weekend event and uh, just profound because it's very proactive and co-creative in a sense. Not, whoa, whoa, whoa is us. We'll never win. No, it's all about people right now stepping up and creating anew the things that work, that are uplifting, healing, and helpful. So that's a big one. Now, I just got word, and I don't have official word on this, but our buddy Chris Steiner there in the area of Tampa Bay, we were talking about a big event uh, February 10th through 13th in Clearwater that Nutritional Frontiers is going to put on. And and he's telling me they're delaying that till spring. I didn't get that word. I had announced it last hour, but that's, that's the case. We'll get confirmation on that as well. But that's another opportunity to be together uh, at a wonderful event. Nutritional Frontiers does education right. They're amazing. And so hopefully I can be at that one as well. Uh, let's see what else we got upcoming. I think that's it for the moment. The Red Pill Expo tickets are still on sale. There's not a, a location yet for early June, but if you buy them now, you save money because it'll be at the, the 2022 prices. And even if you can't go, it's fully refundable or you can apply the uh, price of your ticket to the online stream as well. Now we're, we're going to uh, talk to a killer this hour in just a few minutes, uh, a cigarette killer, which is a, a kind of killer we like. And uh, about Crave Kicker and more, how to how to do that, how to help people break the cycle. We're coming up on the new year, and that's a big time when people go, New Year's resolutions, I want to kick habits, I want to quit smoking. Could this help with that addiction? Absolutely, we'll talk about that. Uh, but before we go there, uh, R- Dr. Ravi had a comment last hour. We were talking about blood pressure and statin drug issues and things like that. And I talked about a number of ways to do it. Dr. Ravi, our buddy, puts this comment, before switching from conventional to organic food, you might want to restore your gut mucosal membrane and heal your gut microbiome. Important detail. That pro- This process is good for anyone. And I agree. And when I started my journey to health and healing and switched to organic, that was part of my process. It was kind of a simultaneous. I didn't go, I'm going to wait to eat organic until I get my gut in order because you're also putting things into your body that destroy the gut when you're not going organic and clean is the point. But, but Dr. Ravi is correct. Part of the focus of the recovery is restoring the integrity of that epithelial uh, barrier uh, so that you have proper absorption, assimilation, and protection, if you will, all of that, and the microbiome. And we do that. In fact, there are a lot of ways to get there. You've heard me talk about it. In fact, in Unlock the Power to Heal, there's a whole chapter on gut recovery. You know what? Helping people to do what took me two years to do before I knew how to do it this fast to down to two months or less. Uh, so that's available as a free download at robertscottbell.com, bottom of the page. You can see that chapter for free. So that's cool. But we go to uh, the first article of hour two, and this is the mysterious case of Zika microcephaly's disappearance. It disappeared as mysteriously as it appeared. Now, when they came out with this claim, the microcephaly, the this, this shrunken head syndrome or small head syndrome of babies that were happening in one specific area of Brazil. Uh, they, they warned us, oh my gosh, there's a new virus and it's just devastating. It's causing shrunken heads. Maybe we should uh, have a vaccine. We should have a, a, a state of emergency. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Obama was president at the time and authorized like $400 million to investigate what to do, including a vaccine, despite the fact that, I, as I pointed out, it was in the medical literature, it was not a controversy, that the so-called Zika virus was discovered in 1947 and never linked to anything of any consequence. So for the entirety of its knownness, 
from 1947 up until about what, 2015, 16, when was this happening? It did nothing. But 47, let's say to 60, how many years is that? 60, 70, almost 80 years, 70 years. Somebody do the math for me, but I think it's 70 years. We knew about it for 70 years, did nothing. And now suddenly it was the cause of this horrible new thing happening in Brazil. And it was going to happen everywhere. Texas, the mosquitoes carry it. The Egyptian, uh, ADS, Egypti, whatever. And, and they went bonkers to call a new virus, which was an old virus that was caught doing nothing, but they claimed it did everything. Why? What does John Rappaport say? What have I said? The virus is always a cover story for some kind of toxicological burden, a poisoning event that also results in a significant and severe deficiency of key minerals that could even precede that poisoning event because it was already low and just waiting to be triggered by some toxic poison that you couldn't counter and then something could manifest and they'd claim, oh, it's the virus because the virus is not a Democrat nor a Republican. It's not Monsanto. It's not, you know, Syngenta. It's a name. It's not Bayer. Oh, well, that the, the, the big pharma is off the hook. Big agribusiness is off the hook. It's a virus. Who can we blame? <gasps> blame God. Right? This is where they would go. Oh, how dare God create viruses? Oh, really? Is it the virus ever that's the cause? Or if anything, is it just incidental? Presence incidental if they can even detect it. When other dysregulations happen, dysfunctions happen due to toxicity and deficiency, on and on it goes, right? That never-ending downward spiral, toxicity and deficiency. Nope, it's a virus. So in this article by Brownstone or at the Brownstone Institute uh, or Browns, yeah, Brownstone Institute website by Randall Block just came out yesterday. It is a long article, but is well worth the read. And there's so many, like, I don't know, smoking gun takeaways that make it so absurd, as I pointed out, because the moment they made the claim, I'm like, what, there's something else that explains this. And in this article, I don't even think they go into the fact that they found larvicide being dumped into the water supply in that one area where they claimed that there was a sudden uh, resurgence of uh, shrunken head syndrome or microcephaly. But even so, when they said, oh, it's the, it's the uh, uh, mosquito that's doing it, it was weird because certain areas of that, of that vicinity had little or no microcephaly at all. And you're like, wait a second. I thought you said it was a mosquito. You're telling me the mosquitoes can't go anywhere they want in Brazil? And it only concentrated in certain areas where that water supply was contaminated. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We don't want to say that because now we have a liability issue on our hands. And it's usually a chemical manufacturer that has a lot of sway and a lot of pull with regulatory agencies in government with governments around the world, including Brazil. Owning and controlling regulatory capture. And the microcephaly itself was greatly exaggerated, even though there was apparently a little bit or some of it. What was the first... Uh, First uh, quote I wanted to pull out of this article. Was this the. Uh, the Einstein. The Einstein quote. Yeah, because it's it's about the establishment of facts and science and, and conclusions. There's an old age, you know, an age old adage. If the facts don't fit the theory, change the theory. But too often, it's easier to keep the theory and change the facts. Albert Einstein said that in the 20th century. Oh, boy. Have we lived through that with COVID and everything else? And it plays itself out heavily specific to the, the Zika microcephaly co co uh, connection proclamation. It, it's absolutely amazing. Now, another quote from this article is stunning. And this we pointed this out early on and said, this is nonsense. 
Half of the 345 women studied through 2016 tested positive for Zika during pregnancy, but ultimately produced only one case of disproportionate microcephaly unrelated to concurrent fetal growth restriction. Basically, they're saying, well, we had uh, 345 women studied, half of them tested positive, and there was one case of microcephaly. If, if this Zika virus that they proclaimed, they claimed they found suddenly all over Brazil or wherever this was, Recife, whatever it was, was causing microcephaly, except in 99% of the cases where the Zika virus was detected. I mean, how is it the cause? It, it's kind of like polio or poliomyelitis, whatever the virus they claim it that they found, which I dispute as well as far as the origin of, of, of paralysis scenarios, is the virus that causes paralysis in everybody that encounters it, except for 99.9% of the people that encounter it. And then they go, wait a second. So 99.9% of the patients they encounter polio don't get paralyzed. Yeah. So it's clearly the cause of paralysis. This is the absurdity with which we've been working throughout the 20th century, now the 21st, and it's an ongoing mess. And so you go, they're telling a story. They're telling fibs and lies and deceptions, either to protect certain entities that are responsible for poisoning the water hole and or to promote a drug and or vaccine research and development that, uh, again, I don't remember if the number was 400 million that Obama administration uh, dedicated to the, you know, let's, let's find some kind of way to resolve this problem before it becomes a disaster when it was never a problem to begin with in terms of one virus, Zika, causing microcephaly. But if anything, it was a larvicide or a toxic poison created a birth defect scenario manifesting, you know, in, in that specific way. But the link between the so-called virus and microcephaly to call it weak is to give it more credibility than it actually had. No, I'm sorry. Look at this. It was $1 billion. United States Congress approved president Obama's $1 billion Zika funding request in September of 2016. By that time, they already knew it was a scam and Congress should have known better, but no, they just keep on paying out their pharma uh, paymasters. 400 million was earmarked for production of a Zika vaccine. It's just astonishing. This is the kind of disaster that both the Democrats and Republicans are responsible for. And unless we get people like, you know, if you, if you believe in voting, you know, a guy like Jonathan Emord knows better for the most part, and would stop this nonsense or would attempt to, to educate on that. We need people like that. In the meantime, stop participating in these stupid disasters. All right, one last thing, because I want to get to the killer of the hour, the, the cigarette killer is going to be joining us most, most, yeah, very, very shortly. One more comment here uh, from this article you want to read. It says, meanwhile, Zika theorizers in the scientific academy can take solace in fictional detective Hercule Poirot, his self-confidence. I think that's like death on the Nile kind of stuff, that Poirot character, fictional character. Always I am right. It is so invariable it startles me. And now it looks very much as though I may be wrong, and that upsets me. But I should not be upset because I am right. I must be right because I am never wrong. <laughs> this is the level of confidence you should have 
in the virologist when they proclaim a new or old virus suddenly causing a disease that it never caused or a symptom manifest that it never manifested in all the 70 years of, let's say, scientific knowledge of this so-called Zika virus, much less the tests for it that are largely not validated. But even if they are, again, the relationship between Zika and microcephaly is bunk. And we called it here on the Robert Scott Bell Show right from the get-go, just as we called the scam of COVID via PCR test. The PCR test ushered in the fear that developed the mRNA jab that also denied any option to treat whatever COVID was and the manifestations that it really did bring about via medical or pharmaceutical means like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and other natural substances and semi-natural substances, synthetic or otherwise in the um, mineral category. You know, these things did indeed help and impact and reduce death, but those are the things that had to be attacked because it was always about getting the mRNA technology out on the market. They couldn't do it through a legitimate trial because it would never muster safety or efficacy standards. And in the emergency, they smoked most people. Not you guys and gals here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, but most everybody else. So with that, let's bring on a killer that we support. Hmm. Not the not the viral killers that are bogus, but someone who can kill cigarette addiction. How about that? That'd be cool. And that's what we're about to do. We've been talking about this. Super Don's been most excited about this. Uh, Sean David Cohen is with us now on the Robert Scott Bell Show. You've seen or heard a little bit about the Crave Kicker. Mike Adams has mentioned it as well. This velvet bean, what's it doing? How does it relate to the L-Dopa hit that many people who are addicted to cigarettes need and grab for and puff, and now they might not need to with these little Crave Kicker drinks? And how fast can you overcome this? Sean Cohen, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you, thank you. So it's a great day to have you on to reduce or to kill the cigarettes. And that's something that I support in terms of murder. Murdering cigarettes is not a bad thing. <laughs> Other than that, thou shalt not kill. But in this case, you have developed something that's quite profound. And I guess the backstory question is why? Why did you, of all people, bring this out? What was it about your backstory and history that caused you to go, you know what, I, this is really what I want to do. I want to bring this out to the world. About 15 years ago, I started studying chemicals and foods that cause cancer. And then I realized that nobody was really, no one really has sympathy for people who smoke. It seemed like nobody was looking out for them. There's no nutritional advice at all. And I went to a David Wolf seminar in Baltimore and he started talking about some supplements. And he said, Oh, this one, uh, Macuna Purians, it's a tropical bean. It grows in Brazil and India. And it boosts your dopamine and smokers love it when they're quitting. And, he, and I started taking notes. I was already writing uh, my second book, How to Stop Smoking Naturally in 14 Days. And uh, so I promoted it in my book and videos and classes I did for smokers. And I got very good feedback. And so then about four years ago, I started noticing all of these functional beverages and a lot of them coming in uh, shots. Um, the liquid shots. And I said to myself, what if I put Macuna Purians in a liquid shot and gave it a cool name? How many smokers would try it? And uh, mm -hmm. it's been it's been a fun road and it's been a successful road so far. 
So what what kind of and how long ago did you bring this to the market? Because I, I forgot the the. I did a pilot run about two and a half years ago, just about 10,000 of the little shot bottles and sold those out um, with very little advertising, just some podcast mentions. And uh, mm -hmm. it was great. And um, and then I got a, uh, a small uh, crowdfunded uh, some financing and found a great production company and a great marketing company and a great uh, distribution company. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I spent my money wisely enough. If you look at the website, it's, it's real creative. Um, it's very professional. It's educational. It's simple. And uh, it, it's a very simple product. It's not a complicated product. And it's not the, the functional supplements in it are not new. They've been out and uh, Makuna's been around. It's only been from what I've seen in little capsule supplements. And I've been taking it on off. For about 10 years, I love it. It's it's a mood elevator. I use mm -hmm. it for concentration. I use it for energy, for writing, for going to the gym. And I love it. And uh it's 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 been around, but I don't see it in any other food or beverage products. I have mm -hmm. not found it anywhere else. So maybe I'm the first, maybe there's gonna be a bunch of coattail uh coattailers, but I welcome anybody that wants to put this in a beverage or food. Uh it will just boost the functional beverage industry that's already booming and uh, help me get more recognition. Sean, I, I ha I'll hazard a guess that if anybody tries to do this, me too, they're not going to do it the quality you did. You didn't cut corners, dude. I, what is it about your background that said, you know what, I want to bring this product out. I'm only going to put organic or ingredients in it. Like the quality you went for is such that it's RSB approved. You know what I mean? That is why right. Mike Adams talks about it. You did yeah. not cut corners. And, and in the cigarette smoking category or cessation product category, most of those products are crap and toxic. I mean, think about the nicotine patches, the nicotine gums. These right. are synthetic nightmares. You right. could have gone cheap on this and probably made a fortune. Why did you decide to do it this way? Well, if you look at uh, Five Hour Energy, they've been around since, what, the mid-90s. And if you look at the ingredients, he's got vitamin B12 in there, but it's cyanocobalamin. Uh, mm -hmm. not so bioavailable and everything else is pretty much junk and flavor and artificial sweeteners. And I wanted to, you know, practice what I preach and I'm, I've been eating organic and clean mostly for about 10 or 12 years and I feel great. And I have energy and, um, my heart's in it, my heart and soul, uh, to, you know, help people change their lifestyle. So I didn't want to put junk in it and have people have this crash that they have from all these energy drinks that are jacked up with caffeine and artificial ingredients. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and like you said, the nicotine gum, it's got, um, milligrams of nicotine in it. So people are staying addicted to nicotine. And then most right. of them do have the artificial sweeteners and I've done massive amounts of research on artificial sweeteners and they are worse than most people think. Oh yeah. They're, they're bad news. Worse than Zika by far. <laughs> Uh, Super Don, do you have uh, an experience? Because I know we've talked, you've been upfront about your history of smoking and uh, your wife as well. And uh, had you tried any of these things like the patches or the gums to quit? Or what was your journey like? Because you were very excited about the Crave Kicker product we're talking about. By the way, it's Crave Kicker with a K, K R A V E Kicker. Uh, I tried, I, I, I tried the gum and I did, tried the patch and. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing about the gum and the patch is like, like Sean was saying, it's nicotine, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
you're replacing nicotine with nicotine. <laughs> it's like, yay. Now, listen, when, when I quit smoking, it was kind of like after I had done some research and found out all the other crap that was in cigarettes, it was like, well, you know, nicotine's like the least of my worries uh, when you look at all the other stuff that's the in the, in the in cigarettes, it. right? So, so I rationalized, I justified it, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to switch. I'm going to go from from smoking. By the way, Super D, to- I apologize for uh, interrupting. When do we do our break with uh, Brideon.tv? I apologize. I just want to make sure. Oh, we could probably do it now. This is our unique hour, and we're going to take Now's a couple a good of minutes. Time. For those of you who are with us on robertscatbell.com, we'll still be talking behind the scenes and uh, enjoying our buddy we'll pick Sharon. It up on the other side. No, on the other yeah. side. Thanks for being here. We'll be right back. Okay, so uh, our friend did I remember <laughs> that? Did I remember? I got that? you wrapped up in what we were oh, talking yeah, about. You were being so. distracted because I was asking you questions, so it's not your yes. fault. Um, That's all right. But yeah, when we come back, I want you to talk a little bit more about your experience there. For those of you listening, still watching behind the scenes, technically still on the air, uh, we have a special discount code, and we'll also reference that for everybody on Brideon.tv as well. Uh, and uh, the banner, I think, links to it. And does that include it, Super D, on the on the web page? That's what it looks like. Yeah. So, and we have an additional discount through, uh, I think, Christmas or something. Or well, this is the, the discount through January. Uh, okay. It's it's fifteen percent off. It'll go it'll go to ten mm-hmm. in January. So right now you can right. get it uh, for fifteen percent off. All right. So I definitely want to mention that when we come back uh, from this yep. break, you'll have to let me know when that is. Of course. What is that? Yep. You got artwork on your dry erase board behind you. What is that, Sean? Me. Yeah, uh, it's a splatter painting I did a long time ago. I'm no artist, but um, yeah, I just threw some paint on a canvas and, and framed it. Okay, because for me, with the lighting, it looks like a dry erase board, like you did something funky oh. with. But yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it, it was definitely artistic, but I didn't know what the what I was looking at. So yeah, and then I cut my finger, you know, and oh, there it was. <laughs> well, yeah, just you kept are on killer. going. Why not? Yeah, yeah. cigarette killer. That is. And, uh, you know, because I used the whiteboard just the other day, one of those really nice ones that, that my buddy had, and I wrote my blood pressure down on it. That was something unique. So that's why I had took that picture because I hadn't done a blood pressure check in years. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. That's pretty good. I was so happy about it. I was like, this is a teachable moment as well. So anyway, Crave Kicker, uh, and you have the discount code RSB15 uh, through December, it looks like. Uh, so get ready for the new year because normally the, t- the discount Back we offer 10 10%. seconds. So back-intensity, you'll count me in, my brother, because I don't have the clock. Uh, but use the code RSB. And five, and four, three, two. All right. Welcome back. We're here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Two hours a day, six days a week. Not just the one hour when we're on live with uh, Brideon.tv. Uh, we have our friend Sean Cohen. He's known as the cigarette killer. And uh, he's helping y'all or anybody you know and love to get off of it in a way that doesn't include putting more toxic poison into the body. And this is the Crave Kicker formula. And... Uh, it's RSB approved. I've looked at the ingredients. This is amazing. I was just talking with Sean about, hey, why did you decide to do it this way instead of take advantage of the fact that people that smoke cigarettes don't give a flip a lot of times about ingredients. They'll just do whatever to get off of it. And you you took the high road. You did the right thing. And uh, the Crave Kicker is available. We have a special discount code. Normally, it's RSB 10. But through is it through Christmas or through New Year's, you've got the RSB 15, a special 15% discount code available. Through January 5th, I'm going to run it. Through January 5th. So the opportunity yes, is stocking stuffers galore for the, the loved ones that are dealing with uh, nicotine addiction. And I was thinking, and Super Don was thinking this as well, when you take something like this velvet bean, this mucuna, you know, mucuna matata, right? This is mm-hmm. awesome and you get this naturally occurring L-dopa, not a synthetic, uh, 
I would think that this could have, have a benefit for a lot of different things that people are craving, not just, although again, I know it's called crave kicker, but it seems to me more broad based than just cigarettes. It is, uh, it's got a laundry list of health benefits. Uh, it's, it gives you energy. It's a mood elevator. Uh, they use it in Parkinson's studies, uh, very effectively, uh, for motor skills, um, concentration, memory, uh, libido. So it's got a laundry list and I do have a lot of Crave Kicker fans that buy it for sugar addiction. And, uh, so, you know, if you study sugar, sugar addiction or alcohol addiction or nicotine, you have notoriously low dopamine levels after long periods of use. And when you quit, especially if you try and go cold turkey or cut back significantly, those levels are low and you can suffer, you know, depression, stress, um, uh, mood swings. And, uh, and so this is just a way to boost it naturally. It's non-addictive. You can't overdo it. Um, you don't want to do it if you're pregnant or nursing, but other than that, it's, uh, it's just a superfood. So it's a superfood that's water soluble and I just put it in a beverage. So if, if we're talking about how to utilize it for those that are, you know, there are people in this audience that are trying to cut down or quit. That's true. Even though we're a health focused audience, look, super Don hung out with me for many years before he was able to overcome it and yet still vape for a while. He's even cut back on that. He's doing a lot of great things and he's wanting to help his wife. How would you do it? Would you wake up if your your first inclination is to take a hit of a cigarette? Would you take a, you know a, a shot of this crave kicker and then see how you're feeling? And you might find that yeah. you're like, oh, I, I'm okay. I don't need to you know get that hit. Perfect question. That's probably the most popular question I I get. So it does kick in within about five or ten minutes. Uh, so if you are one of those people who wakes up and smokes a cigarette or vapes, um, you would want to drink it. And I've heard it's better on an empty stomach. So mm -hmm. if, uh, if you, well, a bottle will last about three to four hours, depending on your physiology and how much nicotine use you've used and it, you, you use and how long you've used it, but, um, three to four hours. And most people will buy a 12 pack. That's how it comes. Um, and, and they'll drink three, maybe four bottles in a day. And then after three to four days, the nicotine addiction's broken. So, so you might cut back on your use and do the crave kicker and then just phase it out quickly um, or just try and go cold turkey and see if it works. And then a lot of uh, customers will buy a second 12 pack for stressful times. And, you know, um, I've read the studies I've read, uh, the dopamine levels will remain lower than normal for about two weeks. So that's mm. what makes that period so difficult, even though you've broken the physical nicotine addiction okay. in three to four days. All right. Very cool. I see a comment from Carolyn. She says she smoked for 32 years. She quit with Shantix, but only used it for two weeks. Now we've covered Shantix as a, one of the most dangerous drugs that they've come out with among many dangerous drugs. And God bless you, Carolyn, for making it through there and being okay. Uh, I would love, you know, look, I'm happy when anybody succeeds. Don't get me wrong. But if you could succeed with an organic, clean product, and not have to resort with something that could potentially cause deadly side effects. Uh, I'm inclined to go with Crave Kicker <laughs> and, and utilize that in, in uh, instead of uh, working with even more facilitating the nicotine addiction, which is part of it that continues just by using the patch or chewing the gum. I want to bring Super Don back into the mix because before we went to the uh, Brideon.tv break, he was sharing with us a little bit about his story. And he got, it was my fault that we might have missed the break. Cube. Nah, I'll share. I'll share the responsibility. The buck stops with okay. me. But in any case, um, yeah. So 
I'm trying to remember what it was that I was saying. I did. I smoked for for uh, several years, mm-hmm. and then I quit. Actually, what I did is I, I I went to vaping, and my wife did the same thing. And you know what I at the time vaping was was being put out there as the safe alternative to smoking, right? Yeah. And at the time, there really wasn't a whole lot of science that had been done on vaping. And so it really took off. It just, I mean, went bonkers. And I mean, there's more, there are more people vaping now than there are smoking. And, and, but unfortunately there's a growing body of research now on vaping that is showing that the vaping can, in some cases can be as almost as bad as smoking cigarettes. And, you know, so what you did is you traded all the crap stuff that was in the tobacco. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for all the crap stuff that's in the vaping juice now, which a lot of that is because people don't just, when they vape, very few people just vape something that just has nicotine in it. It has all these flavorings and stuff in there. It's all these, you know, there's like a thousand and one flavors of vaping juice. And, and what they're finding is that the, the chemicals that they're putting in there, the ingredients for the, the flavors mm-hmm. are causing problems for people now. And, and so I ended up quitting. It's been, gosh, it's probably been a couple of years now since I've, I've, I've vaped, I've, I've quit. I did it the hard way because I didn't know what else to use. Right. I didn't, I didn't know about Crave Kicker. <laughs> I wish I had because it kind of sucked. And, and it does like, like Sean was talking about, you know, you have that three to four days where you want to rip somebody's head off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, you know, I mean, you do, I mean, it's just, you stay away from people when they quit cold Turkey because they're violent. Okay. It just is. You're angry and, and, and pissed off about everything. Um, and eventually gradually over time, you know, but a lot of times what happens is when you, when you quit, uh, smoking, you're reaching for some kind of an alternative, right? So what do people do? They eat mm-hmm. <laughs> and they gain 50 pounds, you know, after they quit smoking and stuff. So when you have something like the crave kicker, which is going to give you that dopamine, because you know, what happens is when you, when you smoke the nicotine, it's, it's like a dopamine hit, right? You know, the, the, the nicotine. When you stop the nicotine, then suddenly your body has become so used to having that nicotine, and now mm-hmm. that's gone. All of the, the dopamine receptors are going, feed me, feed me, Seymour, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not there. And that's not a good place to be in. And so, you know, this Makuna purines uh, uh, ingredient, I'm fascinated by that now because I'd never heard of it before. And and it's just, it's it's amazing to me what it is, you know, not not just for people that can smoke, but... Man, you know, this is like a, a, a super, like, like, like Sean was saying, it's a superfood. It's another superfood that I was unaware of. And I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, what that's going to be like. And my wife still vapes. Okay. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be using the crave figure and we're going to go, okay, now's your, now's your chance. Here you go. You, you talked to her about that? She's yeah, excited? I did. I did. Is she excited about it or going, oh, I don't know. Well, we'll see when it gets here, but <laughs> we're, we're on board at the moment, but that, that's what it is. And I'm going to be using it too, because I'm going to see what, it, what it's like to what it feels like for all the I, other reasons, the other hundred reasons. I'll do a shot of it just to experiment. Cause I know, uh, from the standpoint of safety, there's no concern and I'm like, all right, let's say, how does this interact and try it? But right. uh, I'm curious again, I didn't know about this velvet bean. This is amazing. And Sean, I'm, su- I'm certainly stoked yeah. that you're bringing it to our attention. And uh, what is this? I framed it. It's so beautiful. It's a, it's a, purple yeah and they they peel off the velvety layer and they use the seeds the uh the beans and the roots for ayurvedic medicine basically so there's something funny you you reminded me of you guys when uh when i first invented this i thought you know how absurd is it that if you're addicted to nicotine 
that you go to the gum or the patch because it still has nicotine. It's like saying, okay, you're an alcoholic. Uh, you drink what? You drink a fifth of whiskey every day. I got a great way for you to quit. Try beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's less Try alcohol, right? Beer and you'll be great, and you can wean yourself <laughs> off. We'll put a fifth of whiskey in that chewing gum. How about that? Uh, yeah, just yeah. Uh, switch to switch to beer. Um, but you know what you were saying about the vape crowd. So I looked it up today. You got about 17 million Americans alone uh, that are vaping right now. And they're saying in five years, by 2028, it's going to be, it's going to go up two and a half times to 42 million people vaping. Wow. Yep. Wow. So yeah. it's, it's, it's contagious, I guess, like Zika. Yeah. <laughs> Crave Kicker with a K, K-R-A-V-E. Kicker, K-I-C-K-E-R.com. Use the code RSB15 between now and January 5th to get 15% discount. Normally, it's 10% with RSB10 code, but uh, Sean is being super-duper awesome for everybody in this audience. If you or a loved one you know could use the uh, natural form of L-Dopa via this velvet bean, and by the way, don't be going to pick this velvet bean. I read about it. You will have a, a itchy fingers, to say the least. There's probably a good homeopathic principle there that can uh, counteract itching in a homeopathic form. It is there a cool-looking plant, though. Isn't that isn't wild? It? That looks really wild, this velvet bean. So uh, y'all check it out. By the way, uh, Gretel asks, hey, how <laughs> – I'm sorry, I'm laughing already. <clears throat> how about a cheese addiction? I think there's a dopamine hit when you eat certain good cheeses, so maybe that could help reduce that as well. Well, anything you like doing, if you're just eating a you know dessert, your dopamine goes up. Mm-hmm. So you know it's it's when you expect something great to happen, when you know it's, it's the coming. reward. It's the reward hormone, right? right. I mean, it's it's yeah. You know, whenever you do, I mean, it could be anything. You could go see it, watch a, a really good movie, or look at a beautiful picture, or a landscape, or something. You know, I mean, that's that's what dopamine coaster, is, right? Absolutely. Which I love roller coasters. I mm-hmm. really do, but. So imagine if you were able to lift your mood and feel great uh, by by just drinking a Crave Kicker. Uh, you're having a bad day, you know, drink a, a Crave Kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it almost is like re- it would be a, a safe replacement for like the energy drinks that people are are drinking right now. Well, with all the other ingredients. Yeah. We also made sure it tastes good. The, I heard the, the nicotine gum tastes horrible because of the nicotine. It's a chemical and it tastes metallic. And uh, so we made sure it tastes good. And we actually won uh, in the proof awards. We won for functional beverages. We won the best tasting beverage there uh, just today. I, I got that award in the email. So congratulations! Um, it's, it's a good flavor, um, pomegranate or lemon lime. And there's no aftertaste. I had food chemists design it because I don't like the aftertaste of even you know, stevia and monk fruit and some of these natural sweeteners um, will have a little bit of an aftertaste that I don't like, but they did such a good job with it. There's no aftertaste. It's really nice. Well done. Well, we're going to try it. And I, in fact, I'm going to, Super Don, we should try this on the air when we get some and and make a, a, a you know, kind of a test to describe how we uh, experience it as well. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. As long as Sean, you don't think I'm yeah, going to follow. Go, oh, I'm just buzzing. You know, <laughs> They're on the way. It's on the uh, way. The post office can get it to you. All right, look out for Crave Kicker with a K, K R A V E Kicker dot com, and we have the RSB fifteen discount code. And get it before January fifth. It'll still be RSB ten. We'll get you a discount always. Uh, and I appreciate Sean you offering that for our Absolutely. audience here. 
Uh, I'm just, I just switched my glasses to the orange style of blue blockers and I'm like having fun trying these things out too. But the things we do here, um, they really have to hit a high level of, you know, what we call the stringent review. And Sean, before when, when Super Don sent this to my to my attention, and I, yeah, I think you'd send it to him, or I don't remember how we got a hold or connected with you. But again, knowing that Mike Adams had already talked about this, I'm like, okay, this has got to be good. And reviewing it, I was like duly impressed because, as I said, most smoking cessation products are crap. They're even if they work, like Shantix, like this one, uh, our audience member had benefit. I'm I'm glad if it works, but I don't want the risk. I mean, the reward's great, but the risk is not necessary, I believe and perceive. With something like this, I think we could see some great benefits. And this can be used in conjunction, you know, with homeopathic medicine. You know, we talk about addiction formulas and homeopathy and other things. I don't think there's a incompatibility with other natural things that you want to do here, including supporting liver detox. There's nothing contraindicated for using Crave Kicker if you're on a detox because we have to eliminate a lot of the toxic poisons that also facilitate ongoing addiction. Yeah, I take it with a lot of supplements. I like maca and, uh, you know, garlic, all kinds of stuff that's good for cardiovascular. And um, it's an energy bump. I feel it on the treadmill after 10 minutes. I'll drink half a bottle. I'm kind of a lightweight. I'll drink half a bottle of Crave Kicker and it, it's a great boost. So it, it's non-addictive. I see somebody ask that. It's non-addictive and there's no GMOs. There's no artificial sweeteners. There's no sugar, there's no caffeine, there's no nicotine in it. Just superfood supplement and good flavoring. Fantastic. And I, I don't want to lose my addiction to cheesecake particularly, but <laughs> if if I if I am bumming out because I can't have it, I might try a crave cricker. Go, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay without the cheesecake today. Uh I by the way, I ate at um yesterday. I didn't I did a sh- uh, didn't shout out my friends. Um well, it's so like I got to hang out with my buddy Aramis and we had a great time. We talked about a lot of cool things. And then um, I, I'm not in L.A. that often. I, I, Sean, I don't remember where you where you are, if you've traveled around a lot to places and done events like I have. But it, it's really incredible how hard it is to remember where you are some days when you're traveling a lot and where I've just came from and all of that. Um, but the places that you can find that are supportive. I don't know. Your, your Crave Kicker is probably not in health food stores. But I was thinking... This would be a great product to have in health food stores. I know yes. you're direct, but yeah, I've I've uh, I'm I'm trying to get in some local stores first. I'm direct to consumer only right now, but all 50 U.S. states, Alaska and Hawaii included, um, and then Whole Foods is looking at us. The regional stores here in the Northeast, so I'm working on it. It's a it's a it's a it's a job, but I'm enjoying okay. it. But we have a lot of fans of this show that own health food stores that have natural product stores. If they wanted to approach you just independently and say, Hey, can I buy a few cases for my store? Could you, could you do, are you set up to be able to do that so they can retail it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, if you're listening and you own a store or you work in a health food store, natural product store, this would be an awesome product to bring in right now for a Christmas and into the new years. I mean, think about that. And on an ongoing basis, as we learn more about what this is doing, I'm very excited to bring it to everybody's attention. I think it's great. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And and yeah, and the email at the bottom of the home screen for the website, it will get to me. I check it every day. Okay. Use the discount code RSB15, special deal between now and January 5th to get the, the, the new year started right, Christmas time, stocking stuff for it, whatever you got to do. Very reasonably priced for what it does. Super Don knows. He was looking at it. I was like, ooh, this is not bad at all. So no. Super D knows. So uh, well done, Sean. I appreciate you. Thank You're you, the first, first official killer we've had on the show, I think, to my knowledge. 
except you're the cigarette killer. So it's a good kind of killer. Yep. Killing addictions. Thank you. I love that. Well, Sean, we'll have to have you back on as we learn more about it and get more stories from the audience. And, and, and Super D has some stories to tell. Maybe I do too. Uh, I can't wait to have you on to talk more about it as well. That'd be fun. Thank you so much. All right, Sean Cohen. Thank you, Sean David Cohen, for being on the Robert Scott Bell Show today. Appreciate him. And um, that's a guy you want to support, doing it right, not cutting corners. Thank you for that. Uh, appreciate that so, so very much. All right, what else we got to, to cover on the show today, Super D? I think we've got uh, another story about vaxing your brain. It's a natural news article. Apparently, Google is trying to immunize users against information that they call misinformation with info interventions. And we, <clears throat> we talk about interventions in relation to, to addictions. I'm like, let's do a crave kicker intervention somehow. Let's give these censored people some dopa hits so they'll be going like, oh, yeah, that's not a good thing to do. Maybe they'll chill out a little bit and go, uh, yeah, I don't want to participate in censorship. But this is an article about what they're trying to do with Google. Better thought control, right? They want to keep getting better at limiting your ability to think critically or be exposed to information that might cause you to ask questions of the official narrative. You know, what's true? You know, we've heard of the term debunking. Now they want to pre-bunk. Pre-bunking. Like, we're going to counteract information you get because we know it's out there that before you get it so that you're inclined to not believe it the moment it hits. What level will they not stoop to in terms of programming your brains and telling you, that, oh, yeah, that Robert Bell show, oh, that's disinformation. That Mike Adams and natural, oh, that's disinformation. We can't have you thinking outside of what we want they need you to, to um, They need to amend the, it's the amend it so that it's the disinformation Baker's dozen. They need to add us on there, right? Yeah, why aren't we in there? Well, how come we don't get to be with the cool people? Yeah, now that I got my orange and yellow <laughs> blue blockers, you should include me in that. Your your, your glasses are almost cool, as cool as Joe Mercola's. Not quite as, though. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember when Mercola first wore these. I was like, he used to wear these. I don't know if he still does, but it was yeah. like these or this orange visor type. Yeah, he he went spaceship thing. man. He went yeah. spaceman version. Yeah. I'm just yeah. doing my normal thing here, but yeah, and John Lennon version. So I'm mixing it up as I'm getting practice with this stuff. But honestly, this makes my eyes go. Ah, I can't wait to tell you where I got these and get you all a discount to get them too. Uh, because they're awesome and they're good people. Again, supportive of this message of health, freedom, and healing, liberty. And the Red Pill Expo and G. Edward Griffin. So Google Great. wants to teach people, basically, uh, which information to avoid is false while training them to spot and accept only information that Google deems is true. Mm. And if it's, if it's used as intended, Google users will be immunized against right. online information. This sounds like wow. brainwashing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We don't wow. want you to think for yourself. We don't Just want you wow. to question anything. We don't want you to think outside the box. We don't yeah. want you to be a critical thinker. We're going to teach you how to think. Mm -hmm. We're going to teach you where to look for information on the internet and how to disregard anything that goes against what it is we tell mm -hmm. you is the right way to think. I, I would say, yeah, they're going to teach you how not to think by just basically doing what we tell you to do. Do what we say. Just, yeah. just go down this road right here. This is the way to go. Pretty incredible, man. Yeah, 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 literally. They call it pre-bunking. Pre-bunking, yeah, yeah. Pre-bunking. Yeah, pretty incredible. Hey, y'all, if you want to follow us on various social media that we're still on, some of it were banned on YouTube and Spotify, but occasionally we're still available on Facebook. Not that we love Facebook, but, you know, hey, look, if we can utilize these platforms, we'll utilize them as long as we can. 
and Twitter at RS Bell Media on Twitter and the Robert Scott Bell Show. You'll find the RSB Show on uh, Facebook and various other social media outlets. Uh, Instagram, Ask RSB. Uh, do a little bit there. Not so much. We're not professionals at it. But if anybody is a social media uh, uh, expert and wants to help us out, let us know. We're open to discussion, open to trying to figure this thing out. And Super Don still needs some help. So if you ever wanted to intern in broadcast media, uh, those who have interned with us before have gone on to actual careers in broadcast media and, pub, and, and social media and PR that has happened for real, not just faking it. It really happened. So if you want to gain good experience and connections, reach out to Super Don, askrsb at gmail.com and say, hey, I'm interested in helping out. What do you got? And we'll get you on the intern uh, uh, train, so to speak. And, you know, it could lead to something really big. That's what we've we've witnessed so far. So I'd love for you to consider that. Uh, help us out to uh, do the things that Super Don and me just can't do. I can't do. Super Don and I can't do. My wife's going to be yelling at me. Bad English. Bad English. Uh, I need some Crave Kicker. Give me some Crave Kicker. Uh, also, I, I mentioned last hour, and Super D, can you grab that um, blood pressure slide, so to speak, that uh, image? Uh, for those in the in the uh, Brideon.tv audience, I want to let you know, you know, we had an interview, uh, Mike Adams did, when we were together in Austin uh, about a month or so ago, and John Hewlett showed up, and we got a great discussion about Cardio Miracle. Uh, so if you can go full screen on that. Uh, I wanted to show you, I was hanging out with my buddy, uh, and he is a, a really good athlete. He's about a year or two younger than me, and he does distance running and distance biking. I mean, seriously, he's in great shape physically, but we did the, 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 uh, blood pressure check and you'll see the top number, uh, row was his one thirty over 88 and a 62 resting pulse rate. And I did it twice, one with a, uh, wrist cuff. And then I did the lower one you'll see is done with a more advanced, uh, arm cuff that goes around the bicep. That's more accurate. And mine is one Oh nine over 62 resting pulse rate of 50 beats per minute. And, um, we talked about the, you know, that food matters, the quality of food matters as well, but, uh, cardio miracle is amazing. You know, I'm able to do things in the gym that people in their twenties and thirties, they can't understand. How come you're not like total red zone doing the same exercise they're doing? They're in the red zone. They, their heart's not working as efficiently. Their vascular system is not as efficient and they have to work harder to get the same amount of effort. And, you know, I'm just kind of cruising through these workouts. I have to try really hard to get my heart rate up that high. And, and it's because of the efficiency. And wouldn't you rather have a blood pressure like this? 109 over 62 in your mid to late 50s as opposed to whatever. I, and so I'm um, getting my buddy on Cardio Miracle. We'll see how his his experience shifts as well. But I just wanted to show you that as, a, a, you know, more living examples of the things we do here, the things I do here are to try and teach you, not preach to you so much as teach you, just like a doctor is supposed to do, the things you can do to make your life better, make your health better. All of the things that I love to do, bring the power to heal back to you where it truly, truly belongs. Now, Super D, do we have any other comments or questions as we wrap up today's show? Any other announcements, other things? Uh, we do a bonus round after the official show is over. So if you want more from TV, come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen uh, that you can sign up for the email alerts by texting RSB, my initials, to 22828 and get the newsletter from Super Don. Did you send out a newsletter today? It'll go out right after the show here. What is the poll question of the day? I don't know yet. You don't, oh, you haven't done that yet. Okay. I don't, that's the last, that's a, like the last thing I do. Mondays are rough for you getting started. I know. Mondays can be rough. Yes. And so, um, 
it it will it is late sometimes and i've even missed a day or two here and there but mm-hmm. whatever i'm sorry yeah. no worries i, I wear you lots do, of hats. you do a lot you do so much more yeah let's see uh let's see uh thomas in the chat room says good thought about steve mentioning <clears throat> crave kicker goes better when Lucille Ball tried Vita Vegemin, uh, oh, I remember that was a funny one. That's the previous oh, I think one. There was man. another thing. Oh, I wonder if Grape Kicker could help those with COVID venom poisoning the way Dr. Artis explains, like the nicotine gum works by binding to the nicotine receptors. Yeah, that's a whole other level. I mean, the, he's actually prescribed the gum and, and the patch because it seems to protect against whatever some of the uh, COVID receptor issues, right, as far as the venoms. I would l- advise in many cases, if you can't or don't want to do that, there's homeopathic nicotine. Nicotinum is available as a homeopathic remedy. And so that is a real legitimate way to address that without having to go into allopathic uh, support in that regard. So I would say try that first, but that's just my bias. I admit it. So with that, we're about wrapping up here on another edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. When we <clears throat> come back, for those of you in the uh, uh, well, watching us on the social media and other sites in the bonus round, we'll... Uh, Well, we've got some more announcements and updates as well, and uh, stand by for that. But I will remind you that the power to heal is yours. All right, I got my uh, Lennon-style glasses as super Don says back on well, look at you like doing costume changes uh in i feel between. like elton john having all these glasses yeah. now uh, i think you know i'm experiencing you know the yellow seems to be intermediate the orange ones are really like whoa i mean yeah you can see the intensity of it uh so uh that is uh again i'm i'm really excited about this new experience of visual interface not because of how it looks on me although we'll make fun of that but how i can see the world and, uh, you know, we're on the computer screens a lot. And um, this has really been helpful. Actually, I'm just digging it. And like I said, I can't wait to tell you guys, stand by for that. We're waiting on on them to get me the information so we can tell you how to get this stuff, these awesome glasses. So, <sighs> all right. What else? So what do you think about Sean, the cigarette killer, Cohen? Yeah, you know, I, I want to say Sean Puffy, the cigarette killer, because, you know, people are <laughs> Sean P. Diddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was awesome, dude. I, I, like I said, what a great guy doing it right. Not, I mean, look, he, if he was all about the money, he could have just come out with this thing and put a bunch of garbage in it, make it taste so great and all of that. Yeah. And he just sold it to people that aren't really conscious of ingredients, but he didn't, you know, I'm willing to try it. It'd be at the, it's seven 11 up in the rack next to the five hour energy drink. Exactly. No, I all do respect. I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested in this product because the um, the the main ingredient, yeah. the velvet bean or the Makuna purines, um, has a lot of cool science behind it, mm-hmm. and it's just again, it's like um, great to help you stop, stop smoking. Makes sense. I mean, when you when you learn about you know what happens when people smoke, and you learn about how this fills the gap. Right. Uh, that makes it so hard to quit. But the benefits of this outside of the smoking cessation application, you know, is just to me that that's what I'm going to be using it for. Yeah. Um, and I can use every pickup, pick me up that I can m- manage to come up with. Now tell you me, know? What, what kind of glasses do you, do you, are you able to buy like the reading glasses over like 
the counter, so to speak, or do you have scripts? What are you doing there? Yeah, these are just these are just ones I pick up at the store. Okay, in fact, these are about to fall apart. They break because you know I'm, I try and make yeah. everything last as long as I can. So I got like this kind of rubbery glue. Yeah. But if you if if you if you look at the the oh, thing, yeah. it's, it's just kind of just that's what's holding right. it on. We're, yeah, uh, we're gonna try and get you a, a pair of blue blockers then for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I want you to have these uh, as well to get the benefits. The, the ones you wearing are they blue blockers or they're just regular? No, they're just regular old. Yeah. I, I don't even know what the yeah power is on them, but. Okay, well, find that out too because we'll need to know. Um, but some pretty do they basic. do reading glasses? I don't know. That's something we're going to oh, find okay. out. So okay. we'll have to, uh, this is I'm learning, but again, I'm digging it. They're such good people. I think they're, they're like 1.5 or 1.75 or something like that. Yeah. But in any case, um, yeah, I, I'm about ready for for a new pair of of these guys here because. And you know these are these are it's funny enough these are kind of the round ones not quite as round as yours. These are not the same ones I used to wear. I had more like the, the rectangular, you know, right. style. So I don't know. I'd probably look kind of dorky in the ones that you're wearing right now, but yeah. it would be kind of fun to try. Well, I think I look dorky, but okay. You guys decide. You let me know. All these things we're trying. So it's fun. Uh, we got to have fun in life. Do we not? Yes, we do. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Leslie says she can't wait for the info. She's looking at screens. It gives her a headache, which keeps her off of electronics a lot, which is good. But it's still, if you have to use them, you have to use them at this point. Uh, I want to, uh, you know, give you options to make the make it easy on the eyes. Like I like easy on the eyes. Um, you know, there's actually I hadn't even. I think I sent you a link to this uh, a while back, but mm -hmm. I know that um, we're we've been been trying to find um, another company mm -hmm. that will do EMF protection type stuff. Right. And there's, I want there's it validated one. too. It's that's a hard one to get when they validate yeah. it, you know. Yeah, but I know that's that's something that people are interested in. So we are we are still looking looking for something to fill the gap on that. Mm -hmm. So for all sure. Right, well, also again, yeah. I mentioned uh, Babry, who was on the the show Friday from uh, Tony O'Donnell's house. We had that crazy day trying to make that happen, flying in. It was everything was late, but we. Got it on by phone again. Thanks for the boards that Super Don and my have. Thanks to all of y'all. Uh, we were able to get on the show while I was on the phone and set it up. It was amazing how beautiful it worked ultimately. But it was a very laid back, casual, who knows what we're going to do show because I I had no time to prep for that show. Just to be there to be able to do it was great. And uh, then the Sunday show, if you missed yesterday's show with Alex Newman, oh man, what a great interview. Alex went to Egypt uh, for that uh, environmentalist wacky conference and reported on what happened there, including a new 10 commandments endorsed by a whole bunch of religious leaders. I'm like, dude, you, you want to talk about bizarre. It's like, they're not, yeah, they are. They're abandoning their own faith to, to be part of this environmental cult, just like this pharmaceutical cult. It's amazing. One cult after another. And, uh, you know, I destroying our relationship with the divine. I don't think it's really enhancing it. Uh, many of these things, but Hey, you know what? You get freedom to choose. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I give you some recommendations as long as you're not violating my rights. I don't want to violate your freedoms either, but I, you know, we're, we're, we're out there in terms of, we'll, we'll tell you how we feel about things. That's okay. We're okay with that. So let's see what else. Leslie asked if you have checked out body align, what is that body align? Body align. You know that? Mm, no, for what? Leslie, what, for what? By the way, Leslie's on, Tomorrow we're gonna tomorrow we're gonna her, first episode. her first episode. Yes. 
So if you um, you want to catch the podcast, then uh, it's I mean we're all over the place iTunes and and SoundCloud. The uh, Stitcher still exist. Stitcher, we're on. We're on uh, Spreaker, which is uh, iHeart. But we actually TuneIn. got on iHeart. Yeah. Oh, I well, know. it's it's Spreaker, which is a subsidiary of iHeart. Oh, from yeah. iHeart, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we are available. Yeah. Right? and a whole bunch of other ones and stuff. Uh, and you'll find all of those links on the listen page where mm -hmm. you can watch and listen to the show. Yeah, just scroll down. Podcast available on, and there's all those different outlets. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow will be the first episode of stay at home mom. Nice. Looking forward to that. Or stay at home mom. Mom. That's right. Put on the orange ones and go, Ooh, baby. <laughs> I like this. Sherry Neal, our friend there. She's got, of course, the, oh, hold on here. Let me just put these away. Missing link, of course, we can get from uh, Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Use the code RSB5. Um, she says, if you're loving the different colors, you would love my AO scanner and the glasses that come with them. They're not blue blockers, but color therapy. Scanner tells you what colors you need to balance your frequency. So much fun. Yeah, because, I mean, I look at, like, these orange ones. I'm very, I'm even more happy with this orange thing right now. When I put them on, it's like, ooh, it feels really good. Uh, so, uh, there's a lot to light therapy. Sherry has options there as well. So uh, this is not just about blue blocking, but in this case uh, it is. And it's like very helpful for my eyes. I want to make it very helpful for your eyes as well. Peter Gabriel, one of the favorite songs he did in your eyes. Wasn't that off of uh, so in your eyes. the light? The heat. Yeah, that was a great song. Yes. A great song. Peter Gabriel. Great. Great singer. Yeah. Great singer. I mean, it was um, it was a different kind of music, but in, during the special, you know, during the eighties, um, huge Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I mean, after the eighties, what what music is good? Um, not much, <laughs> but you know, we yeah. sound like old people now, right? We're making enemies of the young people in the audience. Back in my day, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. There was a, a thing I saw on Facebook yesterday. It was it was like which which band was your quote 80s guilty pleasure and it had like a bunch of them on there you know that you could choose from mm -hmm. and i had kind of forgotten how great hall and oats was back in the 80s oh dude. i don't know if you were a fan of hall and oats oh, or yeah, not but, absolutely oh, yeah. dude they were just like huge amazing uh -huh. i mean they just it's like everything they came out with was a hit yeah you forget you know? and then when you see that live from daryl's house i forget mm -hmm. what network that's been on yeah um, no, he has not aged well Daryl. No, I mean, he's definitely aged like a rock star. But <laughs> he could probably replace, uh, who was the guy that was Johnny Depp's father in the movie um, from the Rolling Stones? Keith Richards. Yeah. He yeah. Keith yeah Richards he's, he's, he's kind of almost in that territory, but, yeah. but, but, uh, but he's Hall and Oates were huge. Jam, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah great band. Mm -hmm. And then I think about like uh, how huge Phil Collins was in the 80s. And if you see him now, that before I feel so bad about uh, what he's going through health wise. Does he have a neurological thing? It's well, it, it, and I don't know what the diagnosis. I can't remember what the diagnosis is, but mm -hmm. um, it got to a point where, because he's a drummer, right? Yeah. And and uh, it got to the point where it's like he was not able to use his hands, and that he wasn't able to drum, and so he was, mm. he for a while he taped the sticks wow. to his hands so oh he could God. drum, and wow. then eventually he wasn't able to do that anymore, and now he walks with a cane, wow. and has to sit. And so he actually did his last show, like, I don't know, a few months ago. 
So it's like, because he played done. piano too. Is it like a neurological degradation thing? I don't even know what. I wish I could remember. I'd, I'd have to look it up what it was that, that happened. But he just, yeah, he just, he's, his health is not, is not good. But he was one of those guys where it's just like everything came out of his mouth was a hit. Hmm. Those were the days, my friend. Yeah. Um, oh, now you're going back further. Those were the days, my friend. I thought they'd never end. We'd sing and dance forever and a day. You remember that was one? Was that Cher? I don't think that was Cher. No, we who was that? that? One. Was, was that? That's from, way old. Uh, hey, hi, hi, why would you defile <laughs> Phil Collins with, uh, with that? Slow? Who was that? I don't even know who that was. Somebody tell us. That was a... Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry to make an earworm for everybody. Oh, the body align, Leslie says, is EMF protection. I guess we can, we could look at that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're investigating. Certainly, we want to get all the options we can find for you. God, really, Mary Hopkin? Who's Mary Hopkin? 19- Is that the song? Yeah, well, that's what's coming up here when I when I when I go look it up here. Nineteen what? Sixty-eight. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you like jumped in a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. the year I was born. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Hey, look, your uh, 49ers uh, won again, but they lost Garoppolo for the season. Did you see that? Oh, dude. Yeah. I broke his foot. Yeah. And and I can't, I don't know the name of the, uh, the, 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 the backup quarterback who's a rookie. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, well, what the frick? Dude, he played Purdy. great. Hey, listen, this is a great story. Because you know what they call him, Mr. Irrelevant. Did you know really? that? Yeah, no. and you know why they call him that? Why? Because the last player selected in the draft every year, the last player selected of all the teams, the last player selected is called Mr. Irrelevant, and he happened to be that. He was like, uh, San Francisco 49ers go, hey, let's just get this Purdy guy. And it turns out he could He's be a great good. quarterback. Yeah. He be who was who were they playing? I can't remember now. Uh, the Dolphins? No. The uh, Dolphins. Yeah, it was Miami. Yeah, thirty-three to seventeen. It, I mean, dude was was playing just just great. I was yeah. so impressed. And then we got World Cup soccer, which I know you're into. Boring. Boring. My my buddy Aramis was digging. You know, Australia's still in it. I think, or no, they finally got knocked out as well. But uh, they played pretty well. Um, Anyway, there's our sports on the Robert Scott Bell Show. I think we're done with that. <laughs> See, we have to cover everything. There's so many people in this audience. They, they like different things. We like different things. Uh, Thomas said he found an EMF blocker that's picking up. Uh, all right. We're, so, uh, all right. Well, again, we're looking at things and options. Just a bummer with the way it all ended up. But it's still good product. So, All right. There a song called Fall on Your Sword, Mr. Fauci? Yeah, band.video has a song called Fall on Your Sword, Fauci. I'm going to copy this. We'll watch it off the air and see if we if we like it. It's spotlighted. Send it to you, Super D. Okay. All right, what else we got to cover today? Good show, I think. Yeah, it was a good show. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah, so what do we got going on tomorrow? That is a good question. I didn't know what we have tomorrow. Tomorrow is the first Tuesday of the month, so we will have uh, Nutritional Frontiers on. Hava Levi is on. Hava Levi. 
and Nutritional Frontiers. Who's going to be on with us from from Nutritional Frontiers tomorrow? Do you know? I do not. It it'll be one or both of the usual guys. Okay. I got a busy day tomorrow. I got a Trinity meeting before our show, and then I've got a professional copper training tomorrow. I'm doing online. Did a a great copper training this morning. Uh, let's see, and then I got an interview scheduled with Gareth Ike on Wednesday morning. Being interviewed by Gareth Ike. That's David Ike's son. Oh, okay. I think that Kevin set that up. Cool. Rick Let's Jaffe's see. coming back on. Oh, right. Um, yeah. On uh, the 7th. Pearl Harbor Day, as they say. Um, yeah. Also, I got a round table for Weiner Wellness Week. Usually on with Joe Messino for that one. Uh, so that's uh, Wednesday morning at uh, or noon Eastern, I guess, 10 a.m. Um, Mountain and 9 a.m. Pacific. That's Wednesday the 7th. Okay. So it'll be a busy day. Busy week, in fact, this whole week. Uh, what do I have on Thursday? A virtual training? Good Lord. There's just too much going on. Um, Brent Hamachek scheduled Brent for Thursday? Hamachek. Correct. Do you yep. know what his topic is? I do not. And then we should have... Uh, Jonathan E. Mord, and then Friday, nothing on the schedule yet. So let's look at what we can do for that. I think we should get Ula back on. Yeah, Ula it's been a while with Ula, right? Reach out. Absolutely. I love, always love to have Ula on the show. She's terrific. So, all right. Well, that's all I've got for today. Okay. You had a lot for today. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And, um, Keep the questions and comments coming in over at robertscottbell.com. We love to hear from you. Yep. And we look forward to the newsletter with whatever poll question you come up with today. Yeah, it'll be something random. <laughs> something random. It should be going out here in just a few minutes. But Oh, and we haven't determined it's, it's December. We don't know which day we're doing our uh, AMA. Nope. You keep putting it off. We can't determine when to have it. Well, whatever. Wait, were you blaming me? Am I blaming? Is it, is it is it my fault that we haven't done that? I'm not blaming you. It just okay. What day do you want to do it, Mister mm -hmm. Whiny Pants? Well, we did it on a Saturday last month. Do we want to do a weekday? Yeah, we probably should. Uh, so we'll do it. We'll do it on a Tuesday, December twentieth. Twentieth. Uh, yeah, sure. So here, I think I'm going to be in. California, but there's no reason I couldn't do it. How come that's not on the calendar? I thought it is. I don't see it. Okay. Okay. Well, we could do that on the 27th. That's Christmas. Two days week. after Christmas. You yeah. think anybody would show up for an AMA two days after I don't Christmas? Know. On the 27th, on a Tuesday after Christmas is over? Mm, it's not a bad, it's not a bad yeah. thought, actually. Let's do that. People are be chilling out. Maybe we'll have more attendance for an AMA. Yeah. There you go. All right, so AMA, December 27th uh, in the afternoon. We typically do it at 4 o'clock. Now, we're probably going to do what? Are we going to do an encore that week? Yeah, we, we haven't do. talked about it. We yeah. have not talked about it. So let's do at this moment 4, 4 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, 7 o'clock Eastern time, 27. Okay. If something else changes, we'll let you know. But that's what we've tentatively scheduled. Pretty, pretty solid. We'll do that for our AMA for December, the final one of the calendar year. All right, okay. it is written in stone. All right, we got it. We made some progress today. Yay, we called Thanks, Leslie, and your birthday is Friday. Happy birthday to you, Leslie. Should we have Leslie on the show to celebrate her birthday as well as Ula? 
On Friday? Or is that just too much divine yeah, feminine? No, dude, I don't care. Sure. All right. So I'll see if Ula is available. And um, and we, Dr. Ravi, we have him on. He was commenting earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried to get uh, Marlon Glenn on, but he doesn't. Marlon. He's busy. Stinker, he's a busy so he's guy. Busy. He is a busy guy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Well, let's call it a day and uh, be back, God willing, less than 22 hours from now for more broadcast healing on the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right. Cravekicker.com, you guys. RSB15. RSB 15. Yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow.